kicking like Dolomite. Last one got copyright. I'm kicking like Dolomite. Hey, one time, you ready? You know what time it is. Every time I rhyme, it's just a sign that I'm about to kill. Yeah, it's time for weapon, Will. We got the skill, we got the games, don't make me grab it still. I put a hole in one like Abby did to Joe. Yeah, when it comes to aiming, I don't miss like Master Chief. I'll grab the piece and give your ass a halo just for talking sweet. When it comes to gaming, yeah, you know our team's elite. Check the leaderboards, run the game, you should pick up your feet. You can't lose them too smooth, just going to admit defeat. And ain't no capping around here. Cause like Vond, I keep receipts The most dangerous, better than these other guys Try to come for us, what's like between your eyes like Jen Sakai That's no lie, no prank I grab the ratchet, no clank And get my jiggy mask to show you how Jack Move got his name Yeah Look, look Look, king of the castle like Cooper, captain of the ship My name ain't Blandry, but don't make me have to hit the switch We'll dump you overboard, then watch the views I ain't talking Twitch Hey yo, Alex, go ahead, talk to him real quick Say yo, still putting wheels on the pavement. My game so tight, it's like Jordan one lazy. We stay in these gaming streets, ain't no way to be dormant. Hey, a Drake will leave your body uncharted like Lost Fortune. Coco Lost thing was cute, hey, and yeah, it served its purpose. But I'm trying to give a detailed description of what a hearse is. I say we flip the switch on these against before it get bland. I see a lot of pods jacking the format like that, but damn, you hitting the dislike button? You still a fan? Talk slick in the comments and like Dutch, I got a plan. We don't do the sneak diss and that's that stuff that gets you banned. Last time we told your hair was squad up, you turned telling him gotta go. It's like I play with the sliders up. Get it. You just got 30, the turn me the time is up. Since 2015, we've been kicking game knowledge up. Dust your boots and join the crew if you wild enough. Aimed at your fit beam, shoddy, so much ammo, it don't make sense. Trying to compete is a sacrifice, die again in your afterlife. I'm taking a road trip, they need to get on a fight. guns and body counts, that's all that I tend to like. Any other podcast, a copy, it look alike. Hey, hey, and what they say? What they say, huh? Hey, what I say? Hey, I put them in the dirt. Toss like it hurt, no face, no case. Match up like a jiggy merch shirt. Sliding in that vent, I'm gonna get back. Time to pay that debt. Wonder what weapon well, we keeping it true, we keeping it real. What weapon well, they watch our move, they copy still. What weapon well, we keeping it true, don't care what you feels. What weapon well, they watch our move, they copy still. Weapon well, weapon well, watch I show you my weapon well. Weapon well, weapon well, watch I show you my weapon well. What weapon well, we keeping it true, we keeping it real. What weapon well, they watch our move, they copy still. BG, Black Bond, Jack Move, Kiss Move, Landrew, Alex Two. Damn man, that's a heavy crew. Other pies, they don't know what to do. They watching, they copy our every move. And they still fly like the Wii U. Jack Move voice, we saying you hop off the roof. Long range, no scope, yeah, I'ma shoot. Looking wanna play games, no David Blaine, but I'll make a nigga go poof. Oh, this not a game. Gang talk, they what you know about the slang. Hop out the range. All black master, but step out your lane. 
Every week it's us on the screen. Every weekend we entertain. It's not a thing that gets in between. Me and my team, me and my gang. When I'm on the beat, you already know. Chase to the top, yeah, we about to blow. BG my dog, he told me let's go. Sit back, relax, it's time for the show. What weapon well, we keeping it true, we keeping it real. What weapon well, they watch our moves, they copy still. What weapon well, we keeping it true, don't care about your feels. What weapon well, they watch our moves, they copy still. Weapon well, you weapon well. Watch how I show you my weapon well. Weapon well, weapon well. Watch how I show you my weapon well. What weapon well, we keeping it true, we keeping it real. What weapon well, they watch our moves, they copy still. We got the guns on deck, no fire car, but you know I came with a tech. Start start docking that pay to be here on time. Man. You know, this is this is what it comes to. You know, when you when you do a podcast with people long enough, they get comfortable. They're like, oh, it's just BG. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> it says it sounds like I'm underwater. What? Uh no, you sound good here. That's weird. Okay, one second. Let me try to fix. Yo. Yo, Bon, what up? Not much, no. Slaving away. Taking out trash, making sandwiches, doing dishes. For the usual Sunday shit. It's slave slave labor, apparently. Now my girl did it all for me. (laughs) Yes. That's nasty coffee. Let me throw this shit out. Check. Yo, uh, all right, yo, y'all hear me? Chat, let me know how I sound now. 
think, uh, sh- all right, I'm good now. I don't know what the hell happened. That was weird. What up, Bond? Oh, I just had some nasty-ass peppermint coffee. Ugh. Throw that, that shit out. It's from a Keurig. Mm. Shit's been sitting around for like a holiday gift, you know, like the holiday like peppermint shit. Yeah. What, what's like, a what Keurig? What? What's a Keurig? You don't know what the, like the little coffee things are, the K cups? No. They probably don't. They probably don't have that uh, across the lake. They probably don't call them that. Rather. Where Where are you from? UK. But I get like a coffee pod thing with toothpaste in it. Yeah, it's like it's like a <laughs> coffee pod thing. Yeah, this shit is nasty. Yeah. Wonder what they call it in the. Do I just call it coffee pots? Pod. I guess. I like, probably. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we drink tea. Leak is right. We drink tea. True. True. Because cause the, the Keurig is just the brand, right? It's not even... Yeah, but it was the OG, so we just call it that. Yeah, so everybody just calls it Keurig. Okay. It's like back in the day, they didn't call video games video games. They called video games Nintendo. Yeah, playing Nintendo over there. Yeah, you playing video No, I'm playing Nintendo. Nobody mm. ever said I'm playing Sega. I'm playing Nintendo. Yeah. Where's Smooth? Smooth is late. That's where he's at. Yeah, Smooth has to today to accept the terms that I have given him. Otherwise, I'm rescinding my offer. Jazzy, how do you keep getting in here? Just quiet. Nothing to say. Just keep sneaking in here every Sunday. I dig it. Also, um, Persona, how are we going to handle this business with Neo Games Mark? What you mean? Why, why is he not playing the Legend of Heroes? Hey, man. <laughs> that man is his own man. I can't I can't tell him what to play. He's going to do what he do. He's going to play Legend of Mid. Legend of Dragoon. Shameful. I mean... <laughs> Absolutely shameful. What is he playing instead? Legend of Dragoon. Legend of Dragoon. Oh. I mean, it's understandable. Well, you know? Legend of Mid. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not playing that unless they remake it or something. Facts, like I feel like this is a this is a test. You feel me? I really no, gauge the interest. There ain't no test. But I'm just oh for Sony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But my whole thing is like, people. Somebody was like, "How can you call um, Ledger Dragoon and Darts mid?" For one, I own it. Two, I never really played it much because that shit was trash. But three, um. Game came out two years after Xenogears. Mid. Well, I, I also invited uh, Umbra. Um, he said he was going to be joining today. Uh, oh, Jack's not here, right? What are they no. doing? Like that sausage fest in Houston or something? Yeah, Jack and Alex are uh, hey, yo, that's wild. <laughs> are on a date. They're, they're on a date hanging out with degenerates like Chop and, uh, well, Shout out to E-Rock. He's still a degenerate. But, uh, yeah, they all hanging out together. They went on a, some type of bromance date, you know, one of those things. Like, is there, like, an event going down there? Or are they just all going to hang out? I don't I don't know. I think they just wanted to see each other. And What the fuck? You know, they, they wanted to see each other. They wanted to, you know, they like, you, you don't just want to see other men that are your friends, Bond? The, the only person I'm trying to see on the internet is Kid Smooth to collect some money. Oh, man. You know, it's just some, some some brothers hanging out with each other, bonding, man. You know, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with it. 
I, I like to bond with people, but not with other men. Oh, man. You got it? You got it? This man literally took off a Weber wheel to go meet some other men over the internet? Indeed he did. <laughs> yeah, this is wild. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, we gonna, we gonna still do what we do. Still gotta entertain the people, unfortunately. Still gotta talk about all these topics and, yeah, deal with today. I don't know what's going on with Jazzy, why he keeps leaving and uh, coming back. But, um, it wasn't that crazy of a week. It was like PSVR and uh, State of Play and like one other thing. Wasn't that much going on. So I don't think we should take up the three hours we usually do. So but um, we should, uh, well, I mean, we could have started later than today because we're going to take it right into um, The Last of Us anyway. Yeah. Oh, but, we're here now. Yeah. Whenever it ends, it ends. Uh, I'm going to need one of the uh, one of you racing guys, either Hardhead or... Um, or Jay got to come in here because um, to talk about that Gran Turismo Sophie topic. I don't know. I don't know what the hell that is. It's some AI that they just added to Gran Turismo. Apparently that that's apparently, I guess, a big deal. But one of you racing dudes, you know, come in here they for saw that. The Sophie, the Sophie thing and analyzes how you drive and collects data from like all over. And it's supposed to be like the most advanced computer generated uh, racing so if you're racing against them, it, it's supposed to be more realistic because it analyzes how you race and how other people race and things like that. And it, mm. it goes based off that. Okay. So like if you wanted to like practice racing, like racing against an AI like that would be like the ultimate like test because it's so advanced and, and how it analyzes and whatnot. More advanced than Mario Kart 64's ghost data? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but you know, it's definitely it's definitely a pretty uh, interesting thing. But how they got that set up? Yeah. All right. Let me uh, let me get started. Um, episode three fifty four of Weapon Wheel Podcast. So if you don't know, um, the podcast is going to have a hard stop at eight forty five if we you know reach that far, um, because we have the Last of Us watch party at nine o'clock. And then after we start answering the After Dark questions, whenever that episode's end, episode ends, we're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, if you want to become part of the Weapon Wheel community, you know, you could support our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Weapon Wheel Podcast. You can also become, uh, you know, a channel member that'll give you access, that can give you access to the After Dark watch party, you know, the Discord itself, all that good stuff. Just check out the tears. Make, make sure you support. Hit the like button. And if you want to submit a video uh, to be featured during the podcast, like what you're watching right now, there is a link in the description. You can just drag and drop your video in there. Appreciate all gameplay that y'all send. I usually use most of it unless it's absolute garbage. All right. Let's do these intros. Persona. Hey, man. What's good, man? Your boy Persona. Give me a Persona. Uh, definitely, you know, happy to be here. Shout out to BG. Appreciate the invite. Uh, shout out to the chat. Make sure y'all hit the like button. And I'm excited to talk about today's topics. All right. Asa. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Game On Daily. Asa, um, thanks again for the invite. Like, really happy to be here. We're going to talk about some VR stuff, I think, and oh. all of these other topics. So, like Persona said, if you like VR, if you don't, smash that like button. Yeah, yeah let's go. Bond, there's going to be <laughs> VR talk today, so I'm going to need you to just just accept it. Just relax. It's going to happen. 
You know, I'm not feeling too good. I might need to take a day off, like smooth and not. Oh man. Right oh, the stomach is so... starting to hurt. But um, we doing well today. You know, not not just been a relaxing weekend. Nothing really crazy. No insane gaming news. I mean, so yeah. I guess it's time for VR, and Alex isn't even here. But you, you know what Alex and them could have done? They, they could have done, the, done the podcast. I mean, I, look, I've done the podcast from beach houses. I've done the podcast from the pool. They, you know, they could be in their hotel and be in here. I'm not trying <laughs> to hear those excuses. Oh, man, get them. And uh, lastly, all I got to say is smooth. Your last day, do you want to play Last of Us two, Part 2 Grounded or not? Trying to help you out. The streets want you to play. Smooth. Game's too you... damn long, man. Do, do the intro and answer that question. What's up? It's the best spot, kid. Smooth. Uh, yeah, I found Last of Us Part 2 good, but it's just too damn long for a challenge, man. Not a challenge. You just have to you, you finish you, the game and you can finish the game already. Like, uh, Smooth, if you finish the game, I'll erase your bet. You're probably going to get a ton of views of people watching it. So literally by you finishing this game, you're going to wipe out three bets. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. The streets want to see it. I don't know if that's and a yes. I, I, got, I got the Sagat remixes ready to go too. Yeah. But yeah, I'll deal with that in After Dark. Until then, let's get to these topics. Um, let me see what I'm going to start out with. Um, We're going to get to VR early. Um, Let me see what to start out with. Um. Let's talk about let's well let's get get some sales sales stuff out the way, some impressive sales. So, Elden Ring, um, after a year because it came out February, it came out February last year, right? Yeah. Um, so after about a year, they confirmed it sell it sold twenty million worldwide, um, worldwide shipments that that includes digital and physical sales. I believe they said so. Elden Ring continues to do very well. Those are impressive numbers. Um, I don't I don't think there's that much else to say about it. You know, we know it lit the world on fire last year. A whole, it was a, a lot of people's first Souls game, clearly, because, you know, all the other previous Souls games sold like three, four, five million. So for this to, to sell 15 million, clearly the vast majority is people that have never touched a, a Souls game other than Elden Ring. Has to be. That FOMO. I think it's now we can officially say Soul Series. The Soul Series is not niche anymore. Yeah, well, I, but I'd be wondering. Okay, because like Wolong is coming out, and not that anybody is going to connect uh, Elden Ring with Wolong, but it is a Souls game. So, but I I don't know if that that Elden Ring you know um, success is going to carry on into other Souls games that are even like. Like I, I don't even know if if the if like when From Software makes another Souls game, if it's not if it doesn't if it's not literally called Elden Ring two, I don't even know if it sells that much. Like, what if it's like literally go back to Dark Souls or they make something new? I don't know if it's gonna have that same success. Well, I think we're Wulong. You know, um, we're not really seeing that same level of hype, and the game comes out in like a week, two weeks. So I, I agree with you there that Wulong definitely I don't think is going to see the same success. Uh, especially since it's also being in Game Pass, so um, you know that definitely speaks volumes. Was that a to shot? The the no, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, does, are you going to buy the game, Kids Move, or are you going to play in a Game Pass? I'm actually, I'm actually playing the game now. Oh well, all right, you got it for free. But most people, 
people aren't going to be on that platform are going to be playing in the game pass so that's one less sale sale yeah you know? that's true so, but um i think when it comes to from software i think from software is just a very a very popular uh they're very popular right now like i think that them as a as a development team definitely are uh stepping into that spotlight of a uh, mainstream so i do think if they do come out with like another souls game and it's from software i can see it getting uh the same level of hype for sure hmm. hey sir are you i think they gotta call it elden something it'll be elden ring too they'll make three elden rings like they made three dark souls and they'll go on to something different uh here, here here's why from software is starting to get very popular more popular than what they would i'm not even gonna say it because souls games are amazing i'm gonna say it like this in a world where everything is getting censored everything is pg everything is scaled down everything has accessibility options everything has easy mode everything's trying to cater to the to the casuals expand the audience there's really only one developer out that says, we make what we want to make. If you don't like it, tough shit. From yeah. well, you, well, you also got to look at, like, the public reception. Like, uh, you know, Keely was pushing this game heavy at a couple of the Game Awards, some Game Fests, and things like that. And, you know, people were, like, two or three years ago, people were yearning for, like, gameplay and more news about Elden Ring because it was the first true open-world Souls-like game. So I think a lot of that also played into it where... You got people who may not necessarily look at the Souls genre, but like open world games, right? So they, you know, that definitely captures their attention as well. I think the fact that this was Arm Software's first attempt at a true open world Souls-like game, all eyes is on them. So of course the anticipation and things like that played into it, FOMO, word of mouth. Uh, you know, they saw a lot of success from a lot of that stuff. Mm. Uh you know, and I still don't think uh, Elden Ring is is even the best Souls game. Nope. Um, and as the most content, though, it's the, it's the most accessible, yeah. though. You know, and I think that that's a big that's a big part of it. It's very accessible. You know. Yeah, and the only thing I worry about, you know, from Elden Elden Ring success is, I don't think the open world. I don't think the open world is what I prefer for Souls games. I like no. the more um, linear semi semi open environments but not world you know i don't i don't think it's the best thing because it you know i i got like open world fatigue from elden ring um you know there there were there were a bunch of repeat you know cloned bosses of course so you know even when i got up to the uh to the kingdom that kingdom i was like the game should end here, but you you know you had to keep going further and then come back to the kingdom. I was like, yeah, this game feeling a little bit. A hundred hours is, you know, more than I, I think. Like the sweet spot is like fifty, sixty hours for Souls games. Like that hundred hours was was too much for me and for me personally. And I platinum the game and everything, but that hundred hours is too much for me. So, uh, Asa, you play Souls games? Yeah, yeah, I played it a bit. So Demon Souls remake was my first like proper Souls game, which Ooh. was pretty easy and i got all the way through that one i got elden ring and i got like 20 30 hours into it but i got it on the pc where the performance was like a bit mm -hmm. dog um so i figured i'll wait for a patch but there was there was a mace that i really wanted so i grinded to to respect my character to get a hold of this mace uh flail thing night rider i can't remember what it was called but i eventually got it and ran around the world a bit and like beating some stuff some stuff up with it and then kind of didn't have anything that i was aiming for anymore so i just stopped playing it 
Mm. <laughs> Pretty good though. Do you reckon it would have, reckon it would have sold like more at seventy? Because that was a cheap game in the UK. It was fifty quid instead of seventy quid. Do you reckon it would have hurt it if it cost that bit extra? Yeah. Okay. And uh, the other game we got some sales information on is Hogwarts Legacy, which sold twelve million in two weeks. Okay, balling. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's PS5, Xbox, um, and PC. So that's that's really good, man. Like, I've uh, what, what happened to the Switch version? Oh, that's coming out. Was that May? April. Oh, yeah. April. April. Yeah. yeah, it's what that game's gonna sell a shitload on the Switch too. Unfortunately. Why is it unfortunately? I mean, it's it's gonna be a terrible, a terrible version. We know that. It's it's whole. It's do like a cloud version or something like that. Because like playing a game on PS5, this is a massive, massive game with a massive world, a lot of things going on and whatnot. So I find it hard that I find it hard to believe that this would run natively on a Switch, um, unless they severely, severely <laughs> dumb it down to like almost unplayable levels. I mean, they got The Witcher on it. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't really see I, I, like Nintendo. I wouldn't recommend that. I don't really see Nintendo fans rushing out to play a uh, Hogwarts Legacy on the Switch. Uh-huh. They would. No. Especially <laughs> if it's a Western RPG, I don't see Nintendo fans really gravitating towards that at all. You don't see a bunch of kids gravitating to Harry Potter. Not everybody on game on Switch is a kid, though, Bowen. So, as plus a lot of people that's been hyping this thing, uh, Hogwarts Legacy has been. Primarily, either people who have never been to Harry Potter, or people who have been and just kind of just made it known, and they've gotten uh, the game already. They're not waiting on a Switch version. I mean, but Harry Potter, the world and lore of like Harry Potter and wizardry and, and all that type of stuff is extremely, extremely popular just in, in general. But you've got a lot of people that are just going out picking up this game just off the strength of that alone, or, or buying consoles and getting into it for that. And I think. When it comes to this game specifically, it captures that Harry Potter-esque wizardry uh, vibe that you would be looking for, where I think a lot of people who are into that would definitely find a lot of joy out of this game. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see a lot of people just straight up like, oh, shit, they got a Harry Potter-like game on PlayStation, on Xbox, PC? Oh, I, w- I want that. And so, you know, people who aren't gamers or, or don't necessarily game as hardcore as someone might would on a regular going out buying consoles just to pick this game up because i mean to sell 12 million on next gen consoles only in two weeks yo, that's big man that, that's, that, that's, that, that's huge. that game is selling on the switch like i'm sorry it absolutely is. Yeah, it will it will yeah like man 12 that's that those are it's it it might be see i don't know if a call they, they confirmed the call of duty is coming out this year right they're still doing one it's uh, oh. it's like a premium. It's supposed to be like a premium uh expansion. No, they said it will be standalone. Did they? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but it's gonna have like the the multiplayer and all that. Yeah. And the, so, I, I would say Hogwarts is gonna be the second best selling game of the entire year. I think sec- second is safe. No, I don't think. I I, I think they're gonna. I, I, I think I it's gonna be. The, it, whew, this could be a bet going on right now because I think. No, it's definitely gonna have it, it, Call of Duty this year. Here's why. One, it's getting a Switch version. Two, Call of Duty don't come out till the fall. Mm, nah, that never but, seems like, to stop know, Call of Duty. There's still some heavy hitters releasing this year, like Tears of the Kingdom, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, 
Hold up. So uh, y'all but, really, but y'all the... really think in two and a half months it's going to be able to outsell ten months of Hogwarts? I, I don't know. I just never go against Call of Duty sales. Absolutely, because Modern Warfare Two broke sales records last year, and it did that in, in like a week. It, it grossed like a billion dollars. It was the highest selling game in the franchise. Yeah, I, I don't. Call I, of Duty yeah. would be one, but obviously Zelda is another. The way those games sell on Nintendo is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Modern Warfare That's Two sold. Modern Warfare Two sold eight million in three days. Mm. Damn. It's Zelda game not yeah, and, 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 and Hogwarts did. Hogwarts did that in two weeks. It yeah. did twelve million in two weeks. So it's like, you know, I, I could definitely see COD. COD is definitely gonna be up there. Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, come on, you know. <laughs> People are definitely gonna, gonna grab that up. I think uh, hey, you know, Tears Spider- of the Kingdom. I think most of the big one as well. The install base is gonna buy Tears of the Kingdom, at least a good portion of it. Yeah, that not game, gonna, that it's game not is gonna catch up sales the right Hogwarts sales though. That's, that's oh, hold on! Breaking news: I did not even know this fight was happening, but Tommy Fury beat Jake Paul. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I'm gonna hit I, one of those Snoop Dogs on you. Who? I don't know who the hell that is. I'm saying I didn't even know this fight was happening. Yeah, they were watching the other Discord. Um, but Tears of the Kingdom releases in May, so I, I absolutely yeah, well, see yeah. it. I absolutely see it. You know, shattering sales records as well. I mean, come on, this is like one of the most, you know, top anticipated games of the year. So Tears of the Kingdom is absolutely going to shatter sales, shatter sales records. Um, Hogwarts, Todd, if it releases this year, depending on you know how they do it. And, uh, you know, I think Spider-Man 2 as well is going to be, like, a really big seller this year. Yeah. Um, Here's, I, I'm calling that game Tears on the Frame Rate. Oh, God. Uh, Umber, you want to just uh, do an intro real quick? Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I thought you guys started a bit later, but, um, yeah, got it as quick as I could. What's up, everybody in the chat? What's up, fellas on the panel? Um, Asa, what's up, brother? I didn't know you were going to be here, too. Yeah, um, you good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Good to see you all. Um, yeah, I'm Umber, guys. Infinite Umber. But Umber here as, as well, obviously. You can call me that for short. You can find me typically on uh, on Boom's podcast, Xbox Factor, and I have the Xbox Infinite podcast on Fridays. And I got my own I'm got, I have working. Well, okay. I'm doing, rather. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather have Infinite Umber than Halo Infinite. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Hardhead, I wanted you to come in here real quick. Um, Persona gave you know some info on it already, but the Sophie um, AI in uh, Gran Turismo, got anything you want to say about that? Oh, that's what Joe was talking about? Yeah. Because what, like, is this an AI that's, like, in other racing games? Because people were talking about it. Like, it, like they, they thought, like, it should have been in Gran Turismo from the beginning. So I assume this is okay, something that's, so like. It's a big deal for racing games because uh, the problem with a lot of the AI in the racing games is for for the developers to give the a and the ai a chance to keep up with an actual player they usually give the ai some kind of unrealistic characteristics to them for example in forza the the hardest difficulty you can put the ai on is the unbeatable difficulty but the only the only actual problem with the unbeatable difficulty is it gives the ai this this weird type of grip for their cause so it's like it's like they taking a, a curved corner, full full speed, two sixty miles per hour, like they call stuck to the track, mm. 
And that's that's usually what devs would go for when they're trying to give AI a chance to keep up with you. Or, you know, like the most traditional thing that they would do is the rubber banding, where the AI just gets speed boosts to keep up with you as they do in like a need for speed game. So with the with the Sophie stuff, it's actually supposed to be learning the track and and actually, you know, it, it drives it's supposed to drive like a real person. It kinda kinda does from what I've seen. I haven't got a chance to test it yet. I was actually messing with my wheel before y'all uh started mm-hmm. well before they started asking because I was I was like what what topic you asking Jay got about? Ain't nothing really happened on the PC front driving games lately. Oh man. But um I mean Sophie's real good. I've been I've watched like a few hours worth of footage of it. The the best drivers that I know of in the GT communities and they even struggling to, to keep up with it. So that that should give you some kind of indication of how good it is. And like I said, it, it doesn't do any of that bullshit where the, the AI is rubber banding or they have some kind of unrealistic driving going on with their car. Like they, they drive train is way better than yours. For some reason they call drives like it has 200 more horsepower or some shit like that. It doesn't do none of that kind of stuff. But this is not it, something actually, that's specific to GT, uh, specific to Gran Turismo though, right? Yes, this the Sophie shit is the, oh. the, this AI specifically because, like I was saying, it, the games I'm giving you examples of is all the recent games that have been coming out. So you can just to give you an idea that this is not something that's been solved yet, to where mm. there's just a, a decent AI for racing games. And you know, it I, honestly, I I forgot all about it when they first announced because they had, they announced it when they first announced the game, and I forgot all about it until now because I didn't even realize it wasn't in the game. I thought the AI in the game was already pretty decent, but at the same time, you know, I'm I was beating them most of the time, so I, I, I'm gonna see what it's looking like this week because I'm still okay. setting up my wheel again and shit. All right, but from what I've seen in in the footage, it's they they actually react to the way you drive. If you're trying to run them off the road, you know, they might slow down and throw you in a ditch type shit. You can still try your best to run them off the road. They'll they'll even dive bomb sometimes, which is like a, a tactic people use going into a corner to try to get overtake somebody right before they start breaking into the corner. And if you you know you play it right, you can trick the AI like you're driving against a real person. Got you. Okay. Appreciate that info, sir. No problem. All right. Um, right before we get into the the VR, I want to get this out the way too. Um, Unfortunately, it's close to the topic of the of the dumbass acquisition. I'm sick of hearing about, uh, but also you know about Nintendo, obviously, um, which we were just talking about them and you know their console and everything. So Microsoft and Nintendo signed a binding ten year deal to release Call of Duty on the Switch. The only part of this that I cared about was like, okay. If 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 this if if any Call of Duty game comes out before Nintendo makes their next console, let's say it comes out on the Switch, it's gonna be dog shit. We know it's gonna be terrible. But even on Nintendo's next gen console, whenever like we get to see that, it's like is Nintendo actually gonna create like nobody wants Nintendo to 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 make like some powerhouse like you know Xbox and and PlayStation always aim to create like strong consoles. But can y'all make a console that doesn't require 
that some of some games that come to y'all platform need a cloud version. That's all we asking for. Like, if y'all gonna get Call of Duty, actually make a console that can play Call of Duty locally on the damn thing and not through the cloud. But that's the part I care about. What do what do y'all think about this deal overall and all that? Um, as far as this deal goes, because they even said that it's not just Call of Duty. They said like other Xbox titles will be coming to Nintendo as well. Actually, Brad so, Smith. Actually, Brad Smith walked that back. He walked that. Oh, back he did. Store. Yeah, he they word they back. word stuff badly sometimes. I think that's all. Yeah, he walked okay. that. He walked that statement back. Yeah. Okay, because I thought it was par for the course. Because you know Microsoft already put stuff like Ori on the Blind Forest, both of those games on Nintendo. Ori and the ever- Forest. Yeah, and they didn't even even bother. Obviously, never coming into PlayStation. So, for Call of Duty, I don't really see like the Nintendo fan base in particular is really unbothered by all this because they we really didn't care either way because a lot of the Nintendo fans don't even fuck with Call of Duty or they play it somewhere else like PlayStation or an Xbox or PC. So, for Microsoft to go out of their way to do ten years, I think. I don't really get well, I do get it. It's money. If the money is to be there to put it on there. And I feel like they it just shows that Microsoft is gonna put more effort to put Call of Duty on Nintendo than they ever would put into like PlayStation in the future. So oh, I just well, yeah. well well the arg the arg- you gotta think about the argument is that um the the regulators are arguing like the availability of Call of Duty making it exclusives and stuff. So in order to solve that, they 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 kind of had to offer it. It was like, well, they can argue Call of Duty's already everywhere. Well, te- well, technically it's not. It's not on really any streaming services, and it's not on Nintendo. So we can offer it in two places. It's never really been, and that counters the argument of uh, exclusivity and stuff like that. So it's not more so like like all day want to do this and stuff like that it's just that it's a move because playstation is not going to sign an agreement nvidia is pretty uh strong a a strong party and nintendo obviously um one of the best-selling platforms a big enough party that regulators keep ignoring exists but um it's just more so of a situation they had to do or had to offer because they're not going to you know they're not going to get anything playstation's not going to do them any favors so they got to go for everybody else I agree with that, but I'll also add that I don't think I disagree with you, Jazzy, on a point of them not wanting it more on PlayStation. PlayStation would be the biggest crowd they would aim for. Uh, Nintendo, obviously, if they can manage to get a foothold there, that would be spectacular for them because, as they pointed out, it's 150 million possible, you know, new customers. Obviously, that many wouldn't buy it into it, but still, I mean, we see how their first party sells. So imagine them actually, you know, I say five percent investing into a COD or something like that. That'd be crazy good for Microsoft. Yeah. But I'm only yes, talking uh, about I as far think, as like uh, oh, my bad. No, I was gonna say, um I, I think when it comes to this, you know, it's an empty gesture, you know, because at the end of the day, Nintendo doesn't care. Because if they did, they would have been trying to get COD on their platform prior to this acquisition. This is more so Microsoft grasping at straws and trying to do any any and everything to make themselves look good to regulators so that they could get the deal across the finish line. If and, Nintendo and didn't the, care, the, why would they the, sign? Why did they decide they could do what Steam did? And not, it, Steam because didn't because sign any agreement. Because Nintendo's not going to say no to somebody trying to put something on the platform where they could benefit more money. But what I'm saying is, to Nintendo, they don't care either way because they're good with what they're doing. Which is why you don't see them 
moving in the same type, you know, really speaking up about this in any type of way. They, people are coming to them and say, well, Nintendo, you want this? You want that? Sure, okay. <laughs> you know, if someone walked up, when somebody walked up to you with a bag of money, you're going to turn them away? No, you're going to say, okay, sure, whatever. But you're not going to seek that shit out. And so they're not I pressed about comes, Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. They're, not, they're not pressed. But my whole thing yeah. with Nintendo is Nintendo is still stuck in the past when it comes to a lot of um, online friendly features. Like, you know, we don't even have an, an, an invite system, you know, on the Nintendo platform. Uh, you know, speaking in a party channel on Nintendo is, is next to impossible. Um, those are things that I think if I was someone that primarily played on Nintendo, I mean, I, well, if I primarily played on Nintendo, I wouldn't give a shit about COD. Like, most people on Nintendo don't care about COD. But, you know, just for the yeah. sake of this conversation, um, if I was someone that was on Nintendo primarily and was looking at COD and it was coming to my platform, you know, those would be things that I would be worried about because it's like, well, like, I, it's hard to do that stuff now. So how would that be? How would that make for a uh, seamless, streamlined, or quality experience into the future if Nintendo isn't investing into those features that would make it so? I'm imagining that their next con uh, console or whatever they're going to do with it might have better. Hopefully, it have better than that. It's crazy that they're so far behind when it comes to things like that that PlayStation and Microsoft uh, excel at. But I would say I disagree on one thing. I do agree with you that Nintendo is like, okay, yeah, give it to us. I'll take it. Uh, but I disagree on Microsoft's reaching and grasping. Microsoft had this planned out a long time ago. And their plan was to get to 3 billion uh, gamers. I don't think they'll ever get quite to that. But you don't get that by just staying on Xbox. You have to reach out to other platforms. And I think Nintendo is just part of that plan. Mm. I, I don't know, man. I don't really see Nintendo fans really affected by this. That's why I say I've barely been paying attention to this Activision stuff with Microsoft and and Sony and all that stuff. I've barely been paying attention to it. Because last COD, Nintendo fans feel the same way. Last COD on Switch was it Black Ops? Was it Black Ops? No, it was on the Wii U, I believe. Oh, I could have sworn it was. On Wii U. I think the last one was a uh, Ghost. Oh, why the worst one. Why do this? Like the worst one. Like, where has any regulators ever really come in in the history of gaming and tried to cockblock? Like, just let them fucking do it. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I just want them to get this done and like just <laughs> stop talking about it. Um, Asa, I, I know you hate this topic. I do too. Um, you could we could get right into VR, or you could say a comment on the Nintendo uh, Microsoft deal if you want. Uh, real quick on that, I guess um, with Nintendo, there's there's three concerns that the regulators in Europe raised. One of them was um, was COD on consoles and bringing it to Nintendo addresses that. The other one was COD on cloud services and bringing it to NVIDIA addresses that. And the third one was COD on multi-game subscription services. And I don't think they've done anything that really addresses that because that's not what NVIDIA is. Um, the, uh, so, wait, I'm sorry. Here's, here's my question. The game isn't even exclusive. It's still going to be on PC. And PC is the Steam is the largest user base install base in gaming. So what the fuck is the complaint? It's going to be on Steam. It's going to be on Battle.net. Mm -hmm. Both of the both those platforms together are bigger than PlayStation in general. Yeah. And then it's, it's hard for me to see. I've not played Call of Duty since the one that came out with the launch of the Xbox 360. Call of Duty 2 was the last one I played. It's not like a game that I care about at all. So this whole deal going on back and forth is 
I, I wish everyone would stop talking about it to be honest not not you guys here it's fine but you know like microsoft being so public with it and just keeping the conversation over social media week in week out is like uh, uh. it's definitely yeah. a tiresome conversation i mean but you know it's had the podcast popping for a while now mm-hmm. full year basically but uh yeah it's tiresome but i will say like relevant news obviously matters to be discussed but i definitely understand everybody being tired of this this nonsense. Uh, I will say though, as far as Microsoft doing what they did, like I think the other day where they had that forty-five minute, you know, speaking at the conference, whatever the meeting, and Brad Smith coming out doing what he did, I thought that was pretty boss. I'll say that, and I agree with Bond and basically like let them go ahead and have it at this point because they don't have a real case to block Microsoft. Let's just be real, they don't. Um, and I understand people who are probably against it, but just legally there is nothing that should prevent this deal from going through and it's just political posturing at this point let's just get it over with i'm tired of talking about it too yes sir indeed agreed all right smooth smooth could end this all in a second all he has to do is bet that the that the thing won't (laughs) succeed or fail one way fail or succeed one way or another we'd just be done with this shit smooth on you realize i picked kansas city to pick the super bowl right yeah i know you're still you're still like 99.9 percent yeah all right psvr2 came out this week right um and let me just let me i guess i I could just give my uh, opinions of it real quick so so far i've i've enjoyed i've definitely enjoyed myself uh with it um i played pavlov i've played um horizon uh what did I, I played something else i played a little city skylines no sir i will not be playing city oh. skylines uh i, I played i played a little bit of, of of light brigade um and i'm definitely having fun with it but like it, it's there's a lot that i've learned about vr just with the the, the week i've spent with it like vr is one of those things where it's clearly not meant to replace um you know Pancake gaming, as as Asa calls it, right? Regular, you know. Pancake gaming. Yes, because it's flat. So it's is, flat screen. So what gaming. is B- B- VR? BBL gaming. Oh my God! You could have used a different term, um, but yeah, it, it's it's supposed to be something complementary, right? And some people may not want to buy into something that costs this much when it's when it's meant to be complementary, but if you accept it for what it is, that it's something, yes, that's kind of secondary. Um, it's something that me. Because because I feel like it's physically and, and mentally kind of intensive on you. And it, of course, that varies from gamer to gamer. It's something that I, I play every other day. I don't for me, it's not something that I want to play. I want to play it every day. But because of like the effects it has on me, I skip a day. Like I've realized I've had I've had to do that. And I I can't play it when I'm tired. There's like these stipulations and like these conditions for me personally, that I have to play VR in because I haven't had like any serious motion sickness, right? Which was the reason why I skipped the the first uh, PSVR um, because I was suffering from that on that one. Um, but yeah, like I realized, like you were, I gotta be hydrated. I gotta, I gotta have a full stomach. I was looking up, I was, <laughs> I was looking up stuff like tips. Like there's literal websites and articles full of tips of how you should play, you know, VR and you know the ideal. Uh, conditions and, and and everything like that 
Um, some people who love VR but who get motion sickness, they they have drama. They keep drama nearby in case they need it. Uh, you know, for for motion sickness, some of them you wear the uh, the motion sickness bracelets. Um, there's there's a lot of there's a decent amount of preparation, I would say, when it comes comes to VR. But it's it's I think it, it pays off, and I think it, it, it's worth it. Um, I was playing, you know, like I said, Horizon Call of the Mountain. That game is fun. Too much climbing, right? That's the bad thing. That's the biggest complaint about that game is it's it's too it's too much climbing, but the game is is fun. Uh, Pavlov, I think with some with some things in these VR games, it's like I don't know if it's sometimes my inexperience with VR. Like do sometimes doing the gestures and the gestures are the game isn't recognizing my gesture. I don't know if it's me doing it doing it wrong or the game is not recognizing it. So there's like that just adjustment period when since this is like my first time owning a VR device, I've played different ones. Um, and other stuff like bro, like like I said, it's a workout. I was playing I, I was playing Call of the Mountain and I got tired. I told people my arms were burning. Like my arms were literally hurting. Like there's this, there's a video I put up and you could literally see me like lay back in my chair after I was done climbing and I had to take a breath. I'm a little bit out of shape, but still. You know what I'm saying? Like the the head the headset will get sweaty, so you gotta, you know, after you play it, so you gotta make sure you clean it. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff. Like I even I even read that, of course, once again, it varies from player to player, but the rule of thumb for VR that I read is you play 30 to 45 minutes and you take a break for like 10 to 15 minutes, and you gotta know your limits. Like I think my limit is definitely like a, like maybe an hour I could play the longest, and then you I gotta take a break. So. Um, but you know what Pav- I've heard, go- you know what I've go heard VR is like? Y'all ever watch Gundam Wing? Sure. When niggas hook themselves up to the Zero system? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you start going crazy if you play VR too much? Yeah, it's it's yeah, a... Yeah, not, but I, I think VR, especially with like PSVR 2, um, it, compared to PSVR 1, this is like a huge, huge step up in terms of like just, you know, the overall setup, the quality... Uh, the build quality and, and and the games and things like that. Um, I, I I think they that PlayStation did a great job of PSVR too, and I agree. Like this is this is definitely like, and I said this before. It's an enthusiast device. Exactly. Like, it's not something that it's not something that's meant to be uh, mass adopted. You know, something that's you know because if that was the case, it would be competitively priced like that, and it's not. Um, but I think you know, for me and my experience with PSVR two. Um, I, I, I love it, man. You know, I've been playing GT7, Horizon, Pavlo. Uh, me and Bari played that earlier, and I was blown away at how realistic, like, the guns and, and, and the shooting and all that is. I'm like, yo, this is The reloading is, like, like how, probably yeah, the, the best reloading. thing. Yeah, I'm just like, yo, this is this is so interactive and it's dope. And, like, the you know, moving around and, and the guns. And one of my favorite ones is actually Star Wars enhanced edition like yo getting that blaster and moving around and, and and shooting around and stuff like that i'm like yo this experience is 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 fire like these are like full game experiences too this is not like you know iron man vr where you flying around for 20 minutes on rails and shit like this is like mm-hmm. these are true fleshed out games and so i think like my experience yeah i love them man i think i think it's a great a great product and i think if someone is uh interested in vr um, I do think PSVR 2 would be uh, something that I think people would enjoy if they had the interest for it. Yeah, Asa, give us the good, bad, and ugly. Because, you know, you're the... <laughs> yeah. the you, you actually prefer VR games over, like, regular games. Like, you uh, play, like, every day. It's, it's, 
it's different. I do play pretty much every day on it, but you say like um, it doesn't you replace Pancake Game with you. Pilots. <laughs> yeah, I'm well good at it. The um, but you know, I like films as well. Like, I'm a gamer, but I, I still go and watch a film. And VR is just like a different medium of entertainment. So they all coexist, and you have favourites, but it doesn't make the other ones irrelevant. So I'll spend ages playing on VR, but I'll very happily go and play a game, and I'll very happily go and watch a film as well. There's room for all of these things to coexist. Um, PSVR 2, so Persona, you got it, and BG, you got it. Has, has anybody else on this little panel got it? No, I think we're in. I think you have, have you? And no. you're both coming like, um, like as VR guys, so you've got like PSVR 1, but none of you have really done the, the PC VR side of things, right? No. Nah, nah, nah. That's, that's fair enough. Like, um, So it's different ways of approaching it, though. For, for people that have never have either never done VR or have come from like PlayStation VR 1 or The Quest or something like that, PSVR 2 is such an impressive step up. It's only have really kept pace with what the industry has been doing and how it has changed over the last six years. Um, the first VR headset that I got was the the Rift CV1 when they shipped it with um, with an Xbox controller. It didn't have the you didn't have hands in VR. You had an Xbox controller, and they shipped the the controllers out like a few months later when they figured it out. Uh, PlayStation VR2 takes everything that the industry has been doing to move forwards and and brings it to console, which is massively significant because you play virtual reality on on PC and like the normal PC against console comparison, you can you can spend as much money as you want on the PC and you can get a better experience out of it if you do. But the console experience is magic for people that just want to get on with it. And PlayStation have got this VR headset that does all of the things that VR needs to do really, really well. And the first time that you, you put it on your face and you go into like Horizon Forbidden West, or not Forbidden West, sorry, for, um, Call of the Mountain, that game is obviously made to showcase what this headset is good at, and it does it so well. They take this, you start off the game with this like bag on your head, and they take it off, and the colors hit you in the face. And in that moment, I was like, this actually looks every bit as good as anything that I've done in VR. And that's Horizon Call of the Mountain, though. When you move on to it, the, the PlayStation VR2, it does have some flaws next to like the stuff that you can drop tons of money on. Um, it does have some flaws. The lenses aren't the best that they could be. Um, and you can get better tracking on the PC and things like that. But as a headset that, that makes these games work, it's phenomenal. And you've both mentioned Pavlov there. Pavlov is such a, a rough and janky translation to console because mm. you go into Pavlov's menu and you go into the audio settings and there's a set in there that says, like, do you want to use proper audio, you're going to need six CPU cores if you want to use this feature. And it says that on the console, just like, this is such a rough pour over of what you're doing on the PC. You've just like it's not done the bare minimum. It's not, but it's brilliant anyway. And like, you pick up a gun, you have, you have these conversations for years where people are arguing about what's better. Do you, do you like to aim with a controller or do you like a keyboard or mouse? Like, do you like that twitch aiming on the mouse or is a controller more comfortable? And you play it in VR and it's an entirely different thing. That conversation becomes so irrelevant because it's not. It's pick a gun off your shoulder or your hip and stick the magazine in it, hold it, reload it. Like it, You're now just shooting a gun, not using a controller to press some buttons and things. So VR is like a totally different experience. PlayStation have absolutely knocked it out of the park despite the fact that there are better alternatives available if you're willing to spend three times as much yeah and in the yeah, how does it compare to the index <laughs> so the index is fairly old now um it's still in some ways it's still like a golden standard on pc the index has like perfect tracking you can hold your hands you can scratch your ass and it knows exactly what you're doing because <laughs> it's got these um stations on the ceiling and whatever but it's not particularly high resolution and the lenses aren't brilliant so in some ways, like the visual quality that you get out of a PlayStation VR 2 is 
far better than what you'll get on the index. Let me ask you about this far sweet, better in some ways. This sweet mm-hmm. spot thing, because that was an issue I, I ran into um, earlier when I first put the the headset on. I was like, oh, it's it's a little blurry, right? And there's this very like I feel like it's a small window of a sweet spot mm-hmm. that you have to get the headset there, and then everything looks perfect. Is that like normal in VR headsets? Like this this small little sweet spot to get everything visually looking right? So for about five years that was normal. And if you go to the like real new cutting edge ones, there are some examples that, that are better that don't have that problem anymore. So it's a problem that's been solved. Like kind of ironically, they call them pancake lenses. But if you get um a Quest Pro, which is like one thousand five hundred dollars, or you get um the i think it's a pico 4 is a lot cheaper but these have pancake lenses which solve that problem and let you see you can pretty much look anywhere and not have the problems that you get with the lenses in the playstation vr2 um so there are headsets that do this what i say when um when i say you can spend like three times as much and get a better experience it is true that you can but Mm. psvr2 is phenomenal for what it is on a console so that like sweet spot issue, because, you know, people have been talking about mm-hmm. it and like the people have been making articles and videos just explaining how to fix it. Is that something like they can like maybe adjust to like firmware updates or is that just just like going to stay how it That's is? Physically what the lenses are, they're not going to they might be able to like slightly improve some details. But no, you're going to have you're going to have those issues with the lenses forever because it's literally how the glass is. <laughs> mm. OK, OK. I got a question for you all, like any of the. VR, you know, I guess enthusiasts. Yeah. How do you all play that? And I know, like you pointed out, BG, that you have to take the day off or whatever. That makes sense to me. Because I can imagine, like, being nauseous and all of that, playing Mm -hmm. it constantly. But it's like, they don't seem like, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to take, like, I want to play when I want to play. I don't want to, like, hmm. It's like a game of football. Like, uh, If you right, have that, I, I don't have to guess when I can play again. Like if I just turn on my Xbox or my PlayStation Five or whatever, I could just jump right into a world and Do, keep going. Right. Do you know what though? There's like there's it's like a hundred million people with a console. Though. Yeah, no, but it, it is like you can get into VR and you put in a load of effort and you're you're exerting yourself physically to do this to get this like ultimate experience. But for another group of people, they see you that way. They see picking up a console controller as too much effort. They just want to tap on their phone screen. Like there's levels to this thing and to how much effort you want to put in, how much money you want to put in, and and what you get out of it. And with VR, you have to put a lot into it. You have to sort out the room that you're playing in, potentially. You have to spend a lot of money. You have to stick this thing on your face and cut yourself off from the world. But the return for that is that you are in in a different world you're sitting in, in a car in gran turismo you're like fighting dragons in whatever game you want to play you're, you're shooting guns you're doing things that you cannot replicate on a console or a pc without a vr headset so it is a massive effort it's not for everyone yeah it's like it. It, it's not pick up and play like you know like i said there's certain things me personally that i that i have to do before i before i play you know, just just even getting the charging the both the controllers, you know, putting the controllers in, you know, near you and then uh, getting the head, the headset, you know, in in the sweet spot and everything like that. And just, you know, obviously the biggest thing you, I think you need to actually play these games is room, is space. And some people actually, you know, like that's that's kind of a luxury. Some people don't have um, even a big enough living room with open enough space to play you know even though you could sit down they like they ask you the option if you're sitting down or um or standing up and 
I, that's one thing I can't do. I tried the standing up thing. I could do it for about five minutes. Then I got to sit down. I'm, I'm tired, bro. Like <laughs> that standing up experience is not for me. I, and, and like some people use it, you know, play certain games like Beat Saber or I think Synth Rider or other stuff like that. To lose weight, I can see how you could lose weight doing this, bro. It's it's definitely it's a it's 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 just like a different experience, like experiencing games like that where you're truly in the world. I think you know traditional gaming is still like you know my favorite or whatever. You know it's, it's what I do on a regular, but I think VR is just you know something where it takes that experience to the next level. You know, like going to GT Seven. You know, I played GT Seven when it first came out, and you know coming at it in VR. It's like playing a whole different game, man. Like it's just an entirely different experience. So you know, I th- I just think that's what it is, you know. Yeah, and yeah, I'm just, and I think I have somewhat low, uh, I guess, low standards for for VR games, um, just because I, I like last gen or whatever like with the with you know with those psvr1 games they weren't really games they were like tech demos and experiences the ones that i tried out and, and, and demoed so when i play some of these games and they have more mechanics than i expected i'm like oh this i didn't expect this vr game you know to have that or even um even have a story i just expect the bare minimum out of them and some of them go above and beyond uh you know to actually make it a real full-blown game um and you know, I could see why typically VR games are shorter experiences. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't want to play anything super long, as I said, you know, in, in VR. I wouldn't want to pl- play any like super long game, like, because I, I, like Resident Evil, Resident Evil Village is is the full VR experience, and you know that game is like I think what eight to ten hours. I wouldn't want to play anything longer than that. That would be definitely too much for me. But um, BG, that goes more to my point then, like. The PSVR 2 is, what, $600, roughly, right? Yep. And you all know that you're going to more or less get kind of tech demo-ish kind of games. Excuse me. They've evolved, but yeah, I get you. Yeah, like, I know they've evolved, evolved rather, and I've seen seen how uh, the Horizon game looks and all that, although it didn't really wow me because, again, I don't care about VR, right? But I I respect that you all like it or whatever. I'm not trying to, you know, shade anybody who likes it. My only thing is, for me, I would have to have something that's much more, for one, I'd have to be able to play it. It'd have to be accessible all the mm-hmm. time. I couldn't be getting sick playing the game right. if I play it too much. That's one, for that price. Two, they have to be more than tech demo-ish, or at least the, the grand majority of titles offered would have to be big-time experiences, not like, oh, I flew with a bird or something. Like, no, nah. you know, stuff stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and then I guess, like for me, I, I need something like some some next level Ready Player One type ish before I really get into it like that. You know what I mean? But that's just uh, me. There's, I, there's I, tons I, of games like that on there though, like right now, where I can Ready Player One level. No, I'm talking about real futuristic stuff, bro. Like the stuff they have now is just like, oh, it's just, it's uh, you know, it's cool. Like it's nice, I guess, for a, a short moment. But even this, like you pointed out, BG even pointed out, like they're really short experiences. They're not even long. Like, what, eight hours at most? I don't think I would want a long experience in VR, bro. These are like full games. These aren't, the games that's being played aren't like tech demos. These are like full-fledged games with like stories, modes, and multiplayer and all those other things. So that's why I'm a bit, I don't know, your statement doesn't make sense to me. That's what I'm asking because I don't really play them like that. So I'm asking like, because most of them are kind of tech demo-ish, like the first PSVR, right? 
No, well, so, n- not the ones. No, but yeah, the first. <laughs> the I game, would say the, the games the, that, are, that that were named aren't yeah. tech demos. These are full fledged games yeah. with a a beginning, middle, and end online co op cross play yeah. story, all that type of stuff. The oh, early VR games, games were absolutely online, tech demos. Yes. Oh wow. Online cross play like Pavlo is a game that you can play. Uh, it's cross play. Um, after the fall, we met a guy that was playing on uh on the Oculus. And you know that like there's a ton there's tons of crossplay with a lot of that stuff, and, okay. and that's why like the VR community, um, I found them to be like extremely blunt and honest. They tell you straight up like, listen, this isn't for everybody, all right? They 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 really love it, they and they tell you that you have to really be passionate about it for it to be fully worth it to you. I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend anybody just go out on go out on a whim and be, because you're slightly interested in VR. To, to yeah. buy it you you know it's not one of those investments you want to make on a whim you have i think you have to like kind of know what you're what you're getting you got to know like these games might work you out there's some maintenance involved in it some preparation you got to know what the games are like and if that's all acceptable to you and you're fine with it then i i, I say you you jump in um but it's really an enthusiast you know experience as everybody has said definitely that not for everybody sense. Yeah, that makes sense to me as more of an enthusiast thing. And like you said, it's, it's going to be limited. Do you all think, though, with that being a case that it's going to sell well enough for a PlayStation to continue going forward with it for long? So me, I think um, what they need to do, because I think it always comes down to software, right? Regardless of how expensive the hardware is and like the, bar- you know, the barrier of entry of the experience. I think it always everything always comes down to the games. So I think what they have to, the best um the best route you know course of action would be to have a lot of these big games have a VR mode in them right because i think those are like a lot of the games that i think people who are not completely into VR get ex- get excited about like Gran Turismo the Resident Resident Evil Village Resident Evil 4 they already confirmed that's going to get a VR mode there's rumors that this twisted metal game that Sony is you know probably working on is going to have a VR mode so I think outside of the developers who specifically make games for VR, you need them, but you also need uh, the VR mode from these major games. And yeah, I think that will uh, support support it enough. But um, Asa, what do you what do you think on that? Because you know people always talk about the, how the killer app is is kind of needed, but I've heard you say there <laughs> is no killer app. It's kind of like all the games accomplish it together. Yeah, so the thing's too expensive for a killer app to be a real thing. I had this conversation with Gaz on Go Live, and he was like, oh, VR needs a killer app. And then he described Half-Life Alex about three times in a row. I was just telling him, like, there is no such thing. There is not going to be a single app that convinces people to spend this amount of money and get into this ecosystem. But you're absolutely right um, that for it to have big games, the kind of things that are going to turn people's heads it does need to be like hybrid games. It needs to be games that Sony and, and third parties are making for the console that have the full game entirely available in virtual reality as well. And that is viable and practical and something that I really hope we see a lot of. Um, I don't think Sony are going to drop support for this thing anytime soon. It's not an afterthought for them in, in the slightest. The, as far as I'm concerned, the PlayStation 5 as a console is actually pretty much designed around being a good VR system. So everything that that console does is special, like it's um, the DualSense features on the controller. These were not made for the DualSense. These were made for virtual reality, and they just used them on the DualSense as well. Like these, these triggers 
are a gimmick on the DualSense 5, but you use them in VR where it's trying to replicate what your hands are doing. These make sense now. All this effort that they put into 3D audio, it's really nice on a flat screen game. It's absolutely freaking critical in virtual reality. Like the Tempest audio engine is for virtual reality and it just happens to work well for pancake games as well. Everything about this console is like they put VR front and center of it. And it's, that's not to say that they're not catering for, for the normal games, the mainstream games and all the rest of it, but they have taken it so seriously from day one. The, the reason that USB port is sitting on the front of the console is because they had VR as an intention mm. for this console in the design phase. And yeah. I don't think that they're going to drop it anytime soon, even though um, I don't think it's going to sell so many that, that it can support like AAA development on its own. Right. But I don't think that Sony are about to drop it. And it's, it's one of those things like if people are worried about buying a PlayStation VR 2 because they're not sure how long Sony are going to support it, I can't, I can't tell them they're wrong. Like, it's a legitimate concern. Sony have dropped support for things in the past. Virtual reality is like an unknown. If you want to wait for a year or two, I cannot fault your logic or tell you that you're being silly because there's every chance that they'll drop it. But I do think they're very, very serious about it. Yeah. See, that's 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 one thing I learned about like the VR community. Like they just they they really tell you the truth. They don't care about like they don't have loyalty to one platform because you know VR is you know everywhere for them. So they don't really care about the platforms. They just care about the experience, and they'll tell you you know what's you know what they like, what they don't like. One thing, and but one thing I I, I realized that like another challenge with VR, it's hard to tell when the VR games are good. Like just from watching like somebody else play it or just from watching gameplay like because I, I had to ask asa like that that um the walking dead saints and sinners just from looking at the game i i assumed this wasn't a good vr game but you told me like that's one of the that's one of the best vr games out there it's one of the hardest things about um about showing people that what like vr is because you can't you show people on a screen like this is a, a game this is a vr game this is incredible you should enjoy it you should get into this world and look around but you show it to them on a screen like gran turismo 7 if you show someone gran turismo 7 a lot of people have told me that this looks incredible they see all these clips going around twitter of gran turismo 7 and they're like this looks amazing it doesn't it looks like gran turismo 7 but with toned down graphics right which is what it is when you look at it on a flat screen but it is incredible when you put it on your face. It's a completely different experience. And what? there's just no way that you can convey what virtual reality is to somebody that's scrolling YouTube or social media or anything like that mm -hmm. and trying to experience what these games are on a flat screen. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners just looks like a fairly basic zombie game. And when you play it in virtual reality, you run up to a zombie and you grab their head and you slam a spoon through their skull. And then you try and wedge that spoon out and it just it catches. You, you need to give it a certain amount of force to get it back out of there. And it's, it's an experience that you cannot show in a trailer. And yeah. a lot of people criticize Sony for not doing like big state of plays and things like that to show virtual reality. But it simply doesn't look that good when you show it in that format. Not so, at all. Yeah, like so some games, just like sending people headsets saying, please talk about this. Yeah, makes a lot more sense. Some games stand out like, you know, they're like, oh, that still looks good, even though, you know, I'm just watching it off of YouTube. But a lot of them, a lot of them don't look that impressive. You have to, like, imagine yourself in it. And that's what that's why, like, VR marketing is damn near impossible, because it's like, bro, like, unless you unless they have some prototype headset at home and they you you can they can view it through there like it's meaningless. It's like it's really through like word of mouth. I feel like, you know, that 
VR grows and stuff like that. That's, that's yeah, tough. you can't sell it because like you got these consoles that are putting out these games and people talk about like getting 4K 60 and stuff like that. For virtual reality, you need to get that resolution, but you need to get 90 frames per second at least, and you need to do that twice. So essentially, when you translate that to a screen and, and like an advert and a trailer, you're losing a lot of the, like the fidelity that people are used to to make it work. But it's not what you're seeing when you've got the headset on your face. So, yeah. Uh, what else is there that we haven't mentioned about? Because because e even though right, I thought about this. I'm I'm vehemently like against um, handhelds. I've always said I mm -hmm. I don't want PlayStation to ever make another handheld right and people always bring up the, the the comparison between well they can make a vr device that you know is obviously going to sell because they're different markets so you can't compare them right something selling a vr device selling 10 million could be a success but uh, a handheld selling 30 million could be a complete failure because they're two different markets at, at, but mm -hmm. i can understand like they're they're what they're saying i can it, i can understand it like okay if y'all could take a chance on on VR, then I understand people saying, okay, you could take a chance on um, handheld, getting back into handheld, even though I disagree with them, especially with the Steam Deck out here and whatever the Nintendo makes would, would completely stomp it out. I get their reasoning, but I still don't want Sony to actually do it. Persona, you, st you still waiting out for a, or want a handheld? Like, would you want that actually from PlayStation? No, Persona, not there. Okay. Yeah. 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 Would you all prefer having if you had to make a choice? VR or another handheld from Another Sony? handheld. That's what I thought too. <laughs> what about yeah. you, BG? Uh see, I my thing is like, okay, I I was thinking like, is 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 PlayStation making VR because it's right for the time? You know what I'm saying? Like it because making a V I think making a VR device makes more sense right now based on based on the timing but i don't know if like in the future even if this p even if this device is very successful i don't know if it makes sense for them to make another one after this even if it's successful if if the if the timing and, and the market doesn't make doesn't make sense for it so i think it, it's tough because i don't give a damn about handheld and i don't care what that handheld does i would never buy it i'm more I'm more likely to buy another VR device, but I, I can see, you know, why people would definitely want another handheld instead. So, but that's just me. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely. If, the, if there's no other thoughts on, um, on VR, we can move on. Did you guys cover anything about the uh, recent showcase? Uh, no, we're about to, we're, I'm going to get into that. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna get into that. But yeah, uh PSVR, very impressive. Um a, a lot of games, a lot of a lot of launch games, um, and ones that are pretty damn good um from from, from what I played. So, you know, do your research. Don't just buy one because uh you're slightly interested, you know, do the research and all that good stuff. And uh, six. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Next topic. Um should we get into the uh let me see should i get into state of state of play show that was honestly pretty bad um yeah let's let's do that okay all right playstation state of play 
came, uh, there was one this week. They told us we were going to get indie games, uh, some VR games, and some third-party games. So still nothing for for first party. We still don't have like a PlayStation experience or nothing like that. You know where they show off their biggest first-party games. Um, I think somebody said the last time we had it's been a year and like six months since we had a major PlayStation show. So shout out to Sony for absolutely nothing. Appreciate that. Wait, has it been that long? Uh, yeah, I saw somebody say it's been a year and six months. So the law guys died for us to be waiting. I take, I take it you didn't like the show. Oh no, it's it's it, it sucked. Um, there there might have been like two or three games that I was like, okay, that that looks cool and everything like that. But yeah, we we need a we need a first uh, we need a, a first party show. And there's rumors, and I I hate those rumors oh no it's it's coming like okay all right bro all right sure sure it is i mean granted they were right about this show there were rumors about this state of play so that was true but still we've been waiting playstation insiders (laughs) yeah they're never right all right so (laughs) all right so the state of play um let's we might as well talk about this this suicide squad first (laughs) <laughs> so they so suicide squad right they talked about it, there was going to be like 15 minutes of suicide squad gameplay it's going to be extended gameplay and it was going to like you know take take up a bulk of the show and i was like that's probably going to be the biggest you know the biggest thing that biggest thing that we see and i was like you know but after i seen it i was like i thought like rocksteady was doing playstation a favor by you know showing this gameplay at the at this state of play but i was like no playstation do a number favor because this looked like dog shit this look this look this looked bad it looked very arcadey it looked like it looked like saints row uh combined with crackdown oh shit. I, I was like this i was like oh. this what they've been working on for eight years this is it this looked like y'all been struggling to figure out what this game, what y'all wanted this game to be, and what was like this. This is this is rock steady, and this is this is supposed to be happening in the same universe as the Arkham City, Arkham uh, of the Arkham games. It don't even look like it's in the same universe. Well, if you already if this game flops, you already know what their new nickname gonna be. What you what you gonna flip Please it to? Please. You already know. Oh no. oh no 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 no! Never mind. I just I just did I just did it. What? Yeah. Never mind. I just thought in the chat. Yeah, I just thought of it. It's too easy. It's too. E- it's a layup. It's a layup. Don't do it, Bond. It, don't do it, Bond. But yeah, it was. It was bad, bro. It looked. It looks like they're falling under the the whole g- generic arcade, uh, just just generic looking bullshit. I like. It looks bad, bro. W- what did y'all think? Um. Well, I, I guess I'll go first as the resident X bot, uh, and I'm trying to. I'm going to try to be <laughs> as, as nice as I can. I know, I know they're going to sacrifice me in these chats if I, you know if I say something too much. Oh, he's a shield, but I'm just going to be real with you. I don't hate on games, right? This is something I just don't practice to do, and uh, so if I say this is how I felt, this is how I felt. Most of the things that were shown were third party anyway, so it wouldn't make any sense for me to just hate on the games. Uh, BG, I felt exactly as you felt with this game, with Rocksteady, with uh, Suicide Squad. I was surprised about how let down I was by it, actually, because Rocksteady is, to me, is one of their best. It's one of the best, rather, developers out there. 
to to see them put something out here that clashed with everything else they've done as far as like you said the world it was way more colorful way more happy i guess and i get it it's not batman but it just kind of clashed and then all of them just running around shooting and jumping around it felt like honestly a much better prettier crackdown it really did uh I don't know, and having it hit these little purple spots and stuff, and I get Brainiac, I know he's behind it, whatever. All of it, it just felt kind of, I don't know, uninspired to me. And, uh, yeah, it it just felt uninspired. It didn't, to me. It it seemed like something like the kids nowadays would be playing, just like a Fortnite or something, I don't know. It just felt Fortnite-ish and Crackdown-ish to me. That's the best way I can put it. And But I, I will say, a lot of games like this, and... In, in games in general, you do have to get your hands on with it. And I I will give that leeway to the VR, by the way. It's something I, I would have to probably do before I say what I'm saying, to be fair to those who like VR. But I, I, I'm going to say, give them a little lifeline and say, it might not look like it's going to be much. But we felt that way with um, Guardians of the Galaxy, for instance. We did. Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I, I was like, ah, I wrote it off. But when I actually played it, I'm like, oh, this shit is good. Like, quality good. Like, way better than I thought. So, and Rocksteady is a a great developer. I say they've earned enough to give them leeway to to not judge it just yet. That's what I will say. But as far as the game's shown, not much else did it for me outside of Street Fighter 6, which looks really good, but I thought it looked kind of slow, if that makes any sense. I feel like Capcom is known for that, by the way, where they'll have a a Street Fighter edition where it's the basic speed and then they'll have all of a sudden the remix or the super street fighter you know what i mean or alpha or something so i feel like they're going to give us that uh it looks really dope i love how cammy looks i love zangief all of it looks really good uh and resident evil 4. yeah yeah yeah. and resident evil 4 i thought looked pretty good although to me and i think i'm in a, the minority but i thought it looked less impressive visually than resident evil 2 and 3 remakes but i think I, maybe yeah, it's- i can understand why you say that yeah i think maybe it was because like seeing these the giants and the gigants whatever they call them Maybe it kind of threw me out of the more realistic feel, like the part part two and three head overall visually. Uh, I don't know, but it didn't. Yeah. I thought those two games looked really, really good. It was that game I believe called is it Chia with a T at the beginning of it? Yeah. Yeah, it's called Chia now. <laughs> Chia. Yeah, that right there looks pretty dope to me. I thought that it kind of gave me a bit of the Zelda Wind Waker vibes. Did anybody else get that a little bit? Seems inspired. Just of the sailing. Yeah. Uh, why are we? Can, we? can we get a game that isn't inspired <laughs> compared to Zelda? Hey, you mean listen? Zelda's one of the found the foundation foundation of gaming, so got to be inspired by it. Same with Mario and you know so many others. But no, that looks pretty good to me. And that one game, it looked somewhat like Dark Siders a bit. I can't I can't remember the name of it, but you showed the gameplay of it. I think already though. Uh, that Easy, like, I don't know. We got some other uh, interesting names for Rocksteady. We got Flopsteady. Is anything better than the one that you were going to come up with? Because I know what you were going to do. Um, they got instead of the Suicide Squad, they got the Dick Riders. Sorry, sorry, sorry oh. about that, man. No, it's cool. It's cool. You know, one thing I will say too, uh, fellas, and I'm not sure how y'all feel about this, but you got the Suicide Suicide Squad, rather going against the Justice League. Wouldn't it have made more sense to go with the Justice League? Like when no, your brother played you with that, you always have to play as the underdog in the game. I get it, but like I would have liked 
Rocksteady to try to curb that that expectation and kind of give us something different. You know what I mean? I, I don't because know how you play as this Justice League and not yeah, are yeah, super immensely overpowered. But, I get yeah, it. But yeah. The, yeah, but the, 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 the Suicide yeah, Squad, the Suicide Squad is always Superman. How like I'm not afraid of beating up Captain Boomerang if I'm super. <laughs> yeah, but the Suicide, so the Suicide, the team of the Suicide Squad, that's what they're known for is doing these impossible tasks. So. Them trying to kill the Justice League is on par with comics and, and things that they've done. So this this is accurate, like seeing something like this play out. Um, I just think with Suicide Squad, it, it's because it's Rocksteady and, you know, I got, you know, Rocksteady created the Arkham franchise and, you know, I got a lot of love for Rocksteady. Um, I got a lot of faith with that, but also the gameplay. I thought the gameplay for this game looked great. And, you know, I'm someone that, you know, I love mm. Destiny and Avengers and all those types of games. So, uh, you know, I'm definitely going to get a game a chance. But it's it's what I've said before about these live service games where developers want to take on these types of uh, challenges but aren't act, uh, aren't properly prepared. You know, like the content they want is lacking. The roadmap is is non-existent. Uh, you know, the, 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 the base gameplay game. loop isn't yeah. there. Yeah, like a lot of that stuff is missing. And it's like if you want to attempt something like this, fine but be prepared <laughs> you know i feel like it's this is half a temp of like oh let's just see how much money we could get out of people yeah because because people keep blaming and I, I still stand on this i i will forever and i will be yeah. proven right in oh, the end right people keep blaming games as a service it, itself as to why these games are bad and i tell you no it's the people doing it aren't doing it right because not anybody should or can make a game as a service game. You you got to do it right, and you got to have a lot of resources. Got to have a lot of people ready to make you know uh, post content after after it drops. Mm -hmm. You got to have a strong mm -hmm. base game because a lot of them think, okay, we're gonna have an empty skeleton of a game to start out with, and then add a add a shit ton. No, that's bad. Have a strong launch so nobody can complain. And, and it, it could keep them satisfied, and it gives you some time to actually put out content. You can't be I dry agree, at the though. beginning. That's that's not going to fly no more. It's what yeah. happened with Halo. Halo's a prime example. Until BG gets it. No. <laughs> until Sony does it. This, this no. is the reason why I like the whole gaming cycle, the game development cycle is just too long, because I want to know when did the game development cycle, when they decide, like, hey, this is going to be a game as a service, because... They probably started where that thing was just like revving up and by the time it gets here it's just like damn this is bad timing i feel like if they started I mean, they just eight years that's crazy so eight years ago was what 20 what uh 15. yeah that's i think it's crazy it's i think it's crazy to think that this started on last gen is now and now being a next gen only title i think that's something that i'm kind of looking at like i and i might that might be something where we may see remnants of last gen development in this game kind of like uh what um uh jeff ross and and the uh sony ben team were talking about when it came to days gone you know that's something that was started in, in ps3 era and then carried over into next generation so it'd be interesting to see how this uh plays out but i think the gameplay the gameplay looks fun like the characters look fun they look dope um but you know again we need to get our hands on the game yeah, yeah I, I think you got to get your hands on it i think yeah. i just didn't think it was fun yeah, though yeah, it sounds honest, about right for their nickname get your hands on it oh my god you <laughs> and you insane but 
I, I think because there's no, nothing in this when you look at it, right, just just basic eye test. Nothing says this should have took eight years. Clearly, no. there was some, like, trouble, I think, in figuring out, okay, exactly how do we want this game to play? And also, I think, you know, seeing other games around it, they had to, like, kind of take some, uh, you know, take some signs from those because like, I mean, they didn't want to end up like all these other games, even though they seem to be kind of, they seem to be going down that right. Cause, and I keep telling people stop like being looking like Fortnite, even relatively is bad. Now that's bad. That's a, that's, that's something that works against you. That's a negative. You want your game to look visually like UI menu, you want to look nothing like Fortnite because that's a stain. People people are gonna look at it like, oh, it looks like a looks like they Fortniteified our game, and nobody nobody wants that. You can take cues. No, I just made it up. <laughs> you could you could take cues from Fortnite's economy and how they drop content, but your game doesn't have to look like Fortnite to do that, and that's why I think like I think that's a major I problem. I agree 100. percent To me, it just looked like like I said, a mash of. Fortnite and Crackdown, and that did not appeal to me. And especially like, like Kid Smooth pointed out, eight years of that to get to this didn't seem like it needed that much time to get to this. And if that's Bro, what I, all... I don't, I don't think the. I mean, this is me probably just playing devil's advocate, but I don't think that you know, even though it's been eight years, I think a, a good maybe two years or more was them planning it out per se. But even still, I, I do think that for them to take this long. To make a game and you know what they arrived at was a games as a service i could see how that could be a letdown especially for you know especially coming from the likes of an arkham series you know which is highly regarded within the gaming uh, community um but i i think it's still something where uh it's a wait and see you know play it you know and hopefully they put out a demo or something like that i'm there day one <laughs> you know like I, I like these types of games so uh you know i guess i guess for me it, it, they already sold me What's, yeah. what's when's this game coming out? May twenty six. May twenty six. Yeah. If I want smooth, if I want to put something down. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I, I definitely think a lot of the community, especially based off the public reception, I think a lot of people in this community, or just in general, it, it, it's definitely going most likely be a game that kind of just gets forgotten, especially since it's releasing two a week or so, a week and a half after Tears of the Kingdom, and then a week before uh, mm. Street Fighter Six, and then you know. Final Fantasy 16. This is definitely going to be a game that's going to definitely, I think, be forgotten by. If this game flops, this is the end of DC games. Yeah, like, no, they still got Wonder Woman coming out, yeah, made by a monolith. Yeah, Monolith. Yeah, who cares about yeah, yeah. a Wonder Woman video? Game? That might be the best one. The Wonder Woman game is going to have the so the Wonder Woman Nemesis. game is being made by the uh, same people monolith. that made the Shadow of Mordor uh, games, mm -hmm. and so it's going to have yeah. that Nemesis system. And that is the nemesis system is like one of the best things to come to the gaming industry. Like that nemesis system is incredible how they built that. So here's I would my love issue. To see if we're gonna make a Wonder Woman game, why the fuck didn't we just make a Superman game? That's why I go back. It's a case to, by uh, case basis. Valid. It is point. a case by case, but that's why my that's one point where I said, wouldn't you all prefer them just to give you the Justice League? Now they don't have to go against Suicide Squad. That's not what I was saying before. I was saying put them against Justice League tier enemies and villains that they go against. Wouldn't you have preferred that versus getting the Suicide Squad to play as? Um, I would have. 
I all I'm saying is after Gotham Flopham Knights, if this game flops too, nobody's got any confidence in DC games and I, properties and video games. I think they need to stay away from these squad games, these crew games where it's like yeah, these yeah. Be, because it, it seems to be it seems to create like or 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 accommodate a very generic experience when you have to create four or more different play styles. That seems to be really hard and to make it make the game feel feel unique, right? I think that's what I think they need to pick cat a single character and surround the game for the, the story around them, the gameplay around them and then the game turns out better. But the crew and the squad not nah, y'all got to stop you know, this. It's you not know what this out. is the result. You know what this is the result of? This was because of the height of the uh, um, the Marvel uni- uh, Avengers universe. The anticipation that the Avengers games was going to be a success, and it turned out not to be. But all those games, like the Gotham Knights, the uh, Suicide Squad and all that stuff, all deep in development. Cause it was like, all right, we have to have a direct competitor to all that stuff. But the problem was the only success of, of these these hero games was Spider-Man. People thought that Spider-Man's success was going to bleed over into the yeah. Avengers. And, 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 and of course, Batman. But but the thing is, I, Batman I, I, has I been away from for a while. I, I, I disagree with that. I think what we're seeing from the industry, especially from Western developers, is um, you got a lot of publishers that are only looking at, you know, what is monetizable and not necessarily yep. what is good. So I think mm-hmm. what you're seeing is developers trying to create something because, you know, you got people saying, you know, oh, multiplayer, this playing with friends, you know, that's what people care about. They don't care about story, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then you see the success of something like, you know, Fortnite and, and all those types of games. And I think you've got developers trying to build their own at the at the request of publishers because they want their own uh, monetizable world where they can just keep building upon it however little however however big and just keep making money so you've got developers trying to create that and this is where we're at it, you know the, the only problem with it is like even though i'm pro you know games as a service where it belongs and where it makes sense and where it should be a lot of their efforts to create this long-term game that to make money from and to support ends up being it ends up having the count the counter result that they wanted it to and then the, the games that are not doing it, like, bro, we, we got Elden Ring selling 20 million in one year, Hogwarts selling 12 million in, in, in two weeks, God of War selling, uh, what is it? I've already forgot. 11 million. Uh, 11, 11 million, million in, in two months. months. So the games that are not trying to do it are the ones achieving what you are trying to do. So you, you should, I'm, all I'm saying is you should know your place of knowing, okay, this is, and then on top of it, not that I, not that it bothers me. They confirmed uh, Suicide Squad is going to be um, requiring online connection, and some and some other. So you're hitting like the trifecta of shit gamers hate, <laughs> like the games as a service, yeah. the always online. Like I said, I don't think the always online is a problem, but you're hitting like all the things. Like yeah, let, let's let's do everything to make people hate our game on paper. It's like yeah, yeah but I, I think I think with Suicide Squad because it's the same thing with like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Uh, a lot of people were shitting on Guardians of the Galaxy, yep. and it ended up being like a very high quality, fun, great experience, right? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm saying with Suicide Squad, l- let it come out, you know. L- l- let's see, let's see how it is, because you know devs are bad at showing off their games these days. Anyway, they are know, like they got people who suck at yeah. the game showing the gameplay off, or you know, you know, it's just like too much 
information that doesn't necessarily matter in the, in the grand scheme of things or they're not showing the right things because it's like oh well why didn't you show me this in the previews that would have definitely sold me or or you know definitely would have been a better uh showing so i think with with suicide squad you know yeah. just wait till it come out man i think that's no. where we're at with it yeah. look i'm gonna say this again the best way dc could handle making a game like this is a green lantern game and i say green lantern because of this from a story perspective it'd be the easiest to craft a story from because all you have to do is you are you create your own green lantern something happens you get to the ring they turn they take you to oa once you hit oa that's your create a character it has the most ability to give every player the most customizable moves what kind of lantern do you want to be? What kind of construct? It almost sounds like Harry Potter. They, they released. Uh, yeah, no, they released. They released a game like that uh, during the PS3 generation, not Rocksteady, but like DC, which was DC Universe Online, where you can yeah. have Superman powers, Green Lantern, you know, Speedster, and all that stuff. They built that, and it was a very popular game. Yep. Uh, I'm talking about even from a single player game, if you want to do that, and also it would be the easiest one to monetize or create additional content. Because Green Lanterns can go anywhere. You can make planets. You can make cities. You can make space stations. You can make a level on the sun. You can do anything. Yeah, that's a good point. So if you're really, if you really wanted to make a games as a service game, or how even a superhero game, Green Lantern will be the best property in my opinion. I think yeah. I think that's a great point you made, man. But I I, I stick by if they would have just because you know about the rumored Superman game that was canceled. That's probably what took so long, by the way. Smooth mm. like more of that was probably because they were on a different game. It's the same thing we hear with Halo and their development because they were trying to make an, a different engine. They were going to use Unreal Engine 5. Then they were going to be a, a hero shooter. All these different things that changed until we got the final product. Now, I still love Halo Infinite, but it suffered because of what you pointed out, BG, in that it didn't have any real substance of content after launch. At launch, it was good. But after the fact, you didn't have anything to support it. Now, they're going, they're going to have to make sure, Rocksteady, that they don't fall into that trap and that's why I don't care for games as a service, typically. Mm -hmm. Well, I think uh, I think what's really going to benefit the success of this game, they said that they're going to have other characters from the Suicide Squad that'll be playable as well. So hopefully they bring in, like, Katana, El, El Diablo, and all that stuff. But it's the, the, the support after the game release is what's going to be really important. Because even games like Outriders, you know, I love that game. I thought it was great. That support after the fact was severely lacking. So... Are you going to be able to keep up with the with the hype, with the support? Yeah, that's what Rocksteady's biggest challenge is with us. Yeah, uh, Asa, care about Suicide Squad at all? A little bit. Um, I actually thought the gameplay looked looked pretty good. It's a big departure from what they've done before. It's um, like Rocksteady kind of pioneered the way that every every brawler is these days. So for them to move away from it is kind of a big deal. The moment to moment looked really good. I actually. I'm not a big fan of live service games at the moment. Not the fact that they offer content over time, but the fact that every single one of them wants to monopolize your time. And I just haven't got space for a lot of games to take all of my time. So I'm a bit worried about it in that sense. I don't like to see the battle pass in the store and all of that stuff. I'd much rather it was a, a one and done Suicide Squad game. But mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, listen, people appreciate the the one and dones. You know, people people like that. You know, like it, it feels good to for not, a not xbox guys <laughs> it, 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 it feels sorry, good a problem but i'm one one and done <laughs> yeah like that sometimes it's nice to know that there's an ending and that's it like to me that's that's satisfying that that's why i don't be understanding the the knock 
You know, like it's a bad thing that a game is one and done. Like, listen, I'm sorry. After I, after I, it feels good to platinum something like Dead Space and never think about it again. It's out the way. Move on to the next thing. You know, so it's not everything you want to stay with or you want to stay for a long time. So, you know, they don't be getting. I that, think though. that I think that that tra- that process of thinking is more niche these days. You know, that's more our generation and how we grew up. Got a lot of new age, more casual. That would like something like that, you know. That's something that's live service, games as a service, and stuff like that. And I think for a lot of developers now, that's where they're looking at is the casual, not necessarily the hardcore. Yeah. Oh, and I I will say I I did say like when the leak came from Suicide Squad, um, the image, you know, with the battle pass. I, I told I said gamers were overreacting, right? Like, and I do still think they overreacted from an image. I still needed to see gameplay to like justify that type of reaction because once again I just don't agree that like seeing a battle pass automatically makes something bad, you know. So I still stand on, you know, gamers can be dramatic. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. And the fact that this game all oh, is this is our first time seeing like real footage of like dedicated gameplay 3 months away from its release. Sorry, no, it's a bad sign. And even more so because, you know, during the show, they had Dev Diary. Y'all see the cameo appearance of uh, Megamind? Oh, leave that, that man alone. No bullying. Megamind? Yeah. No bullying. I'm, Bond, I'm surprised you didn't see it. I, you I, hate oh, I, I sent was, it to Bond. I don't know who you're talking about. I sent it to Bond. That nigga went to Smooth's Barber. No bald shaming. <laughs> um, Bro, I just got a haircut and my, my shit looking right, man. It's looking real nice. Looking real nice. Sounds right. like you have some good luck. You should be making some bets now. You know what? And never mind. But and the regular did it. Let's move on <laughs> to to the other games. Um, we saw Resident Evil Four. We've been seeing a lot of trailers of that. You know that looks good. It's gonna have a um, the mercenaries mode is coming back. Uh, you know, got to see some gameplay bits. We saw Krauser, uh, Leon. You know, using the knife to deflect. You know, attacks and stuff. You know, typical ridiculous. Yeah, uh, shit that they make Leon a a, a, a literal like god in, in Resident. The shit he does is, is it, so it's getting crazy. crazy now. Punching rocks, deflecting chainsaws, like With Resident Evil like, definitely jumped the shark now. You did like yo that the animated movies are so insanely oh stupid. I love them. God. Like you got the the scene where Chris and the dude and are Leon having are, just, are like. Oh no! Were they running around each other like shooting? Yeah, they're shooting bullets that they're literally maybe in, like a foot away from each other shooting. Nobody's getting hit, and it's just like it's karate, and they have an actual name for it. It's like <laughs> gun kata or something like that. Something yeah. stupid like that John Wick stuff where he like fights with his guns. Up, it's so ridiculous, bro. But I love yeah, like, like, you know, like you know what's sad about those Resident yeah. Evil? Like like they literally move more. They're literally more Spartan than the Master Chief TV show. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Like Chris and Leon be doing more crazy shit than the Spartans would. Like yeah, you would think they're super soldiers. When Chris punched punched that damn boulder into the lava, I was like, "Is yeah. is this dude human anymore?" Or... Yeah. I never forget that one. Yeah. So Resident the Evil Gun Four Kata is hilarious. Yeah, Resident Evil Four looks good. Um, Bungie reveals Destiny Two Lightfall yep. launch. Uh, so, I, Persona, I know you play Destiny. Any any thoughts on this Lightfall DLC? Incredible, can't wait, and I'm on that heavy next week. Okay. As y'all know, I hate Destiny. Um, can't stand it. 
So, um, Damn. yeah, kind of can't wait either. Yeah. Kind of can't wait till, uh, support for it ends. I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> kind of can't wait for that. Cause, uh, ain't doing that for me. Uh, so cap Capcom got three new fighters. We saw, uh, Zangief. Do y'all say Zangief, Zangief. or Zangief? Zangief. It's Zangief. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Cause I don't, I got, I just have the compulsion to say Jeef. I don't, I say, Do you say GIF or JIF? It's, I say GIF. Okay. Yeah, so I don't, it's GIF. But anyway. Look at the um, GIF, the uploaded GIF. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Uh, I don't know. That's just my compulsion to say Zangief. Um, Li- uh, Lily, who's a like Aztec or Mexican new new character, right? It's the first time appearance in Street Fighter, and Cammy returned. Also had the internet acting all horny and freaky. Um, oh Lord! I, I had y'all acting different on the internet. So they acting like themselves, they, they always act like that. I was going to say though, Cammy. You know one thing I like about our Japanese developers, man. They don't kowtow to like like what we do here in America. They they don't they their their female characters stay sexy and designed that way. They don't like oh put on tons of armor and make them look homely. No, you're going to get cheeks like the Stellar Blade, for instance. Mm-hmm. They give you that. American developers, oh we have to make sure you know to we don't be sexist and all that. Japanese developers like no more. Right, That's one right. thing I noticed. So I yeah. appreciate it's that. Just, especially now that she's wearing pants now, it feels like they really ramped it up even more, especially when she does that pose where her ass is sticking out and her hands over her head and shit. Like, damn. She's about Y'all to know, make us they know what they're doing. She's about to make us act up. It's on purpose. Yeah. Uh, there were five new VR game reveals. Journey to the Foundation, Before Your Eyes, uh, Synapse, um, Green Hell VR, The Foglands VR. Uh, yeah, I think that was it. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so Asa, any one of these like stand out to you that ha- that caught your eye? They have the same problem where they're trying to show these on a mm-hmm. like a two D screen. Um, right. End Dreams are a really good VR studio, so Synapse will probably turn out really good. There were a couple of others there that are from studios that have done quite a bit in VR that will probably turn out better than they looked in those trailers, but they didn't come across that well at State of Play. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Chia, we mentioned that. Um, Umbra had, had mentioned Chia. We saw that at uh, at another show. Uh, so it's finally it was the has... PlayStation so. It was the oh, PlayStation yeah. showcase that had a uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man two and Wolverine show. So, yeah, and PlayStation like... themselves have been promoting it the most every time they do an event. So it has a release date March twenty first, and it's in the it's in two of the PlayStation Plus subscriptions subscription shares tears so you could play it that way or just buy it a la carte uh th- there's this good that goodbye goodbye volcano high game that that i hate i don't this game looks so weird to me because this looks like a game furries are gonna love am i off with that yeah, like because this, this game was shown off like at the first ps5 event before it even came out but we've never heard about it until like now so now it's finally coming out um yeah it's more so Anthrop- anthropomorphic, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, um, anthropomorphic. Visual novel S type of game. But eh, I know a lot of people in this community definitely ain't touching this shit, but I've seen some rhythm game elements, and BG, I think you might want to check this out. No, I'm not buying that game. This looks very weird. 
this is what first of all i could see pc dudes i could see pc dudes buying it oh absolutely and I, and I can see dudes with anime avatars on twitter doing certain disgusting <laughs> things doing disgusting oh things God. with the uh with these characters definitely i'm definitely I, I, I ain't no furry or none of that bullshit, but um you know it definitely caught my interest i'm definitely gonna uh definitely gonna check it out for sure yeah there you go i don't know what type of game it aims to be but i do play a wide you know, range of games, but it didn't really wow me yet. I don't know. It looked yeah. like it could be fun. If maybe if they go the Life is Strange route or something with it, because I have a sneaking suspicion, especially with the way that if you look at the design of the um, the name of it, it has the meteor coming down through the the name. So I'm, I'm expecting the end to be something sad. Of course, the dinosaurs being wiped out. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, and plus, since some of them are leaving like the high school, so they're making a big deal. Oh, we gotta do this before school's over, I guess. So I think right. that's the metric of the game. Yeah. For it, its narrative. Yeah. So let's take a second to talk about Baldur's Gate three. So Baldur's it was was funny oh about it. I, I care so little about Baldur's <laughs> Gate. I didn't know they showed Baldur's Gate at the show until after the show ended. Like I went to the list of of all the games shown, and it said Baldur's Gate three. I'm like, I don't remember seeing that game there at all. Like. It probably I probably didn't know it was Baldur's Gate, but I, either way, I don't care. And console dudes suddenly caring about Baldur's Gate was very like shock, like <laughs> pretending to care about Baldur's Gate because Baldur's Gate has historically been primarily a PC game, right? There's yeah. there's Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance that was like on PS2 or something like that, but primarily it's historically it's it's, it's a PC game. You know, you never really hear console yeah. dudes talk about Baldur's Gate. It's coming out uh, August 31st, and there was some like little controversy about it because because of what the developer said um, about it on Xbox, and a bunch of articles took oh, his quote um, and derived at their own, uh, I guess, assumptions from it. So he had to also go on Twitter start correcting people. But I'm gonna read exactly what what the studio said, and y'all can let me know what y'all think. So they said Xbox players, uh, he posted this on Reddit. He said, Xbox players, we've seen your questions about if and when you could expect Baldur's Gate 3 on Xbox. We've had an Xbox version of Baldur's Gate 3 in, in the works for some time. But we have run into some technical issues, particularly with split screen co-op. We are still working on an Xbox version of BG3, but we're not yet confident enough to announce it. We don't like announcing anything until we're ready because we don't want to get people's hopes up. Uh, until we can deliver there's no platform exclusivity uh, preventing us from releasing bg3 on xbox uh, day and date uh, should that be a technical possible should that be a technical possibility if and when we do announce further platforms we want to make sure each version lives up to our standards and expectations so people took this and jumped to they, what they derived from it was okay the xbox version is delayed due to technical difficulties um, the Xbox Series S is the problem. So people took different things from it. And I don't necessarily blame them because it, that's kind of what it, 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 it sounds like. Like, it sounds like the, the X, because it has a release date, if I'm not mistaken, right? I said it's August it 31st. August so, 31st. So if, if you're yeah. saying that there's not an Xbox version ready, and but this game has a, a release date, I don't blame anybody for making the assumption, okay, the Xbox version is delayed. That's kind of what it sounds like. He didn't say anything about the Xbox Series S, but people make that assumption. That's where the technical difficulties is coming from. So what, what do y'all take from his uh what BG. He said? BG. Let's 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 keep <laughs> let's keep 
DJ, let's keep it a stack here, brother. Let, 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 let's cut the bullshit. You feel Amen. me? <laughs> let's cut let's cut the bullshit. You feel, feel me? Listen, man. Uh <laughs> what the fuck else would it be? You 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 understand? Of course he's not gonna outright say what it is because the man is, is doing business. He he beating around the bush. But at the end of the day, nobody on the PlayStation or Xbox side gave a fuck about this game until it happened. And for the Xbox side, they only cared because they thought and assumed that it had exclusivity deal and would further push their argument. That's Microsoft, uh, uh, DC, look, you see, they're doing more exclusive deal. Like, no one gives a fuck about this, man. <laughs> like, they really don't, man. Like, that, that, that's what it is. So that's why this whole discourse was happening because Xbox dudes thought that this would be exclusive. And they, so they were mad and, and rallying the pitchforks for that. But when the, when the developer came out and said what he said, I mean, let's go back to uh, Halo Infinite because there's split screen in this game of Baldur's Gate 3. And we know that Halo Infinite had to ditch split screen because limitations. What limitations do we think that is? If the Series X eats monsters for breakfast, what could it be? Series S, I guess. Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> so you do so you do think I'll it's the s that's the problem go ahead umbra i'll just clarify for halo situation i think it was much more than just being a serious s i don't think it was that was the issue the issue was them being on so many different skews and being cross-gen that they, they couldn't handle it on past-gen uh systems as well as well as them not being tethered the way they had to do it so what's that the issue the here then they have so many issues with that so with, with this being next gen only this, what, what do you think is this, the issue I, here i would probably agree with you is probably the s Auto's gate three is coming for the ps4 as well like, no, it's not. not. You know? No, it's not. Is it? I, the, the freaking advertisement has like the PS4. Um, hold on. Uh, maybe I'm making mistaken that with the Alien game. Hold on, let me stop. I don't know, but I'll just say like the thing. Like you, you, you are right. Like a lot of Xbox fans were, and PlayStation fans, nobody cared about this game. BG, like you, when I saw it, I was like, eh. I didn't give a damn. It did, it did nothing for me. Like VR, I was. I saw that. I was like, have, okay, next. Have none of you played the Divinity Original Sin games? I got buddies who have. I have tried, and, and I was like, nope. But it's not my type of game, right? Uh, but That's like so BG, good. I was kind of like, eh, it didn't really do anything for me. But the reason why people blew up Persona is correct it was because it seemed like it was going to be exclusive. And nobody, I don't care what side you're on, both sides do it. If you're a PlayStation gamer or if you're an Xbox gamer, if something that's coming out that's third party is suddenly skipping your platform, you're going to be like, hey, why is that happening? And then Larian, by the way, made a comment before saying they would not play the exclusivity game. So this seemed to go into the face of that. Like, ah, so you backed you, so you backed up because of money and you you changed up on them. So that was part of why they got so much heat. For me, it was just like you should they should have just been clear from the start and just said, hey, this is what it is. What they eventually came out and said, they should have just said after their presser of, of launching, saying where it's going to launch at. To me, I think that would have dated the issue quick. The fact so, that people were fear marking was ridiculous. But do we think, are we convinced that it's, it's, because we have heard several developers kind of point to the S being a problem at this point. You know, are we willing to kind of possible? Yeah, I wouldn't write it off, man. I, I don't know enough. I mean, none of us do, but I mean, that's odd that it's just happening to be the case with Xbox with this. The common denominator probably would be the S, but again, I don't know. If they get it to run on the S too, then what can we say? I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, how that plays out. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, the <laughs> the the game 
was talked about more uh, because of things outside of the game than the game itself. Like nobody seems to be like talking about, oh, it's anything actual about the gameplay or Baldur's Gate 3. It was more about, oh, is it exclusive? What's the technical issues? I'm like, y'all are funny. I, <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, nobody <laughs> seemed to talk about the actual game. Yeah, nobody actually cared. They don't but, care. Yeah. They, they yeah, don't care. Yeah. That's why, you know. Yeah. And and it's not like, you know, this is what developers are saying is technical issues. Like, no one is making that up. Like, this is what they're saying. And you got a lot of, you know, Twitter developers that are making all of these weird thesis statements of, well, you know, it could be because, you know, the power. That, like, listen, mm. the devs are telling you this. <laughs> you still won't believe them. They're liars. That's what you're saying. What is it? If it's not that, then what? I feel you. Just what is the enough. what is the what is the common denominator in all of these types of situations? No one wants to admit it, and obviously, a lot of people in the industry. I mean, how many issues? How many of these it. issues do we have? I mean, I you know split screen was still that important. Not even just split screen, but the the how development is hindered by the certain limitations that the S has. I'm not saying that the S is a terrible console, but you know I've said this back two three years ago. I think Microsoft was dumb as fuck to, to, to put out an S instead of just putting out uh, a Series X without a disc and put, making it $400 or taking an even bigger hit because, you know, they're a trillion-dollar corporation. They can eat that. Make it refit. Yeah, how many games did the make Series it, it S refit? really hinders? There's not that many next-gen games out. A lot of games that we have today is running on base PS4 and Xbox One. True. And Switch. So, I mean, I don't, I don't understand how much damage or development issues that the series S could have possibly caused and Baldur's gate three i mean i'm sorry man but these uh developers letharian whatever you call them i don't expect this game to be much of a banger wow (laughs) it doesn't look like it doesn't look demanding i would say so i don't know if the s is the issue or not or what exactly about the s is the issue rather it just seems like i would say the common denominator would be that it seems to be the case but i mean it's not the x we know it's not that so what else could it be that much i would agree on i just don't know to what degree is the issue yeah um it's definitely not i i think it'll definitely be uh start to show the further we get in the generation like towards the end of this generation that's when i i don't think the s is future proofed it's great for like maybe the first three years of the gen but when when because everybody makes their best games towards the end of the generation that utilizes everything they have so that's when it will really show i think so yeah all right uh about the real big news this week which is halo infinite season three oh i'm gonna get to that i've got like two, two more games that were shown at this state state this very mid state of play uh i don't so Naruto X, this this title is ridiculous. Naruto Naruto X Baruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections got a new trailer. Yeah. I want to. I need somebody to explain. One, how do these Naruto games f- fighting fighting games, and I use fighting you know very loosely. How do these games keep getting made? Because at this point, f- at least I feel like fifteen of them are out there. It it feels like that. Naruto, Naruto is a very popular, um, yeah, anime. Like it's one of the most popular animes even now. You know, but who buying the games? Boruto. A, a lot, lot of, of people. A lot of, not, a lot of the anime fans. Are. A lot of those anime. A lot of those anime fighting games like Demon Slayer and 
uh Naruto and, and Boruto and all those types of anime fighting games, they have a really big following in the You anime you and Bari part of it. Yeah. Y'all part of the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm not buying this, hell no, but uh Demon Slayer I thought was a was a dope game and then like J Stars and, and stuff like that. And I know Bari had bought uh J Force, but um nah they're very they're very popular in the anime uh community. Because yeah, because all... they released it so many times, and plus, this is from Cyber Connect, so I automatically expect it. I guess this is like, because I have no idea what this is. Is this like one of the past four games bundled with into one with more story content? Is that yeah? What so, so this game is a it's a re-release of a Naruto game and a Boruto game that they're putting together into one, and they're adding two new characters from the Boruto uh, series. Um, I'm not like too big on the. I'm not like up on all of the naming of the Boruto characters, but it's one of the um, say not the sages, but uh, I forget the name of it, but it's one of like the bad two of the bad guys that they're adding yeah. to it. Yeah, those god level dudes. Um, but yeah. my because my thing is like, listen, I would love if Naruto, like Momoshiki, and all of them. Yeah, yeah, Momo, yeah. If they got the treatment that Dragon Ball. You know, finally got there was a lot of Dragon Ball games, you know, and, and it, they were better. And like, it's not like they the Dragon Ball games before Fighters was like Naruto level. Um, a lot of people like Tenkaichi and what was it? But what was the other one? Um, Tenkaichi, Raging, Raging Blast, Xenoverse, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Burst Limit, you know, Budokai, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all that. Well, no, so those Budokai were Budokai 3 was the last 2D. No, actually, no, I think Burst Limit was also 2D. But those arena style fighters, like those are very, very popular. Even with the Dragon Ball games, like Xenoverse, uh, Xenoverse 2 is very, 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 even to this day, it's still getting updated yeah. with new characters and all sorts of stuff. Those games are very popular. And then Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which is the RPG arena style game that they put out, that is extremely popular and sold very, very well. So yeah. it's a lot of people playing got, those games. Yeah. And even Kakarot got like a, Next gen version of that game, so they're still updating content for that. Yeah, I, and plus, I just since it's a licensed Bandai Namco game, it's just far for the course at this point. I just wanted to get a real fight, like a better fighting system, like actually make it like competitive where people could like would would play this at Evo or some shit. Because we've never seen none of these make it to Evo or anything like that, right? So can y'all like give it to an actual developer that'll do it right? That's all I'm saying. And uh, some game that I don't even remember. What is this new trailer for Digital Extreme and Airship Syndicate's Wayfinder? I don't even remember seeing this shit. It's some RPG. We can, I don't even remember it's seeing like this. It's like the a, so our Wayfinder is like an MMORPG, and they announced that there's going to be a uh, open beta for it. Or uh, not open, but like a beta test February 28th. It's supposed okay. to be coming out in the summer. All right, cool. Uh, okay. Uh, that's... That stated to play, very mid, not very good, right? I think we all generally agree. Yeah. I agree. What do you think about that uh, humanity game? Oh, that was the uh, the VR game. There's a demo for it on 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 PlayStation, by the way. Um, if anybody wants to try it out, but it, it seems to be an interesting concept. But I was nothing, nothing really that I care about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Halo. So Halo Infinite. Season three Echoes launch trailer came out. I didn't watch it. Um, I have no reason to keep track of uh, Halo, you know, anymore. But any any thoughts on this this season this season three? What are they provide? What are, you know? What are they releasing? And 
Who's still playing Halo? Nobody. Shit is dead. I didn't see the trailer, so um, I'm curious. Uh, does it look promising? Come on, Smooth. What do you mean you ain't seen the trailer? I, mean, I haven't. I, I forgot about Halo podcast, Smooth. I forgot about the Halo seasons. It's nah, like, nah, I'm nah. Too surprised the, it wasn't delayed. The best bot cannot be like missing out on Halo trailers. Uh, well, the thing is, I'm not a season pass gamer, so when it comes, I'm going to I'm going to play. But the thing is, is that I'll tell you this: there's nothing I'm actually looking for in season three. I don't know. There's nothing that I, I can't be like. Oh, I can't wait for this to come out. I can't wait for them to show this this gun, this map. Because the way that I play Halo Infinite is the way that I played Halo 3, the way that I played Halo 4, and the way I played Halo 5. I just hop into the uh, multi, uh, multiplayer, play for about two hours, and I'm out. I'm not playing for the goal, like, of, oh, I got to beat this season pass, I got to beat this battle pass, and I got to get this gear, got to get that gear. I don't, I can't play Halo like that. I know that's what it is, like, now where they're trying to be, but that's the reason why I'm not into games like Apex and Fortnite. The way I play, the reason why I play Halo multiplayer is just to pretty much have a few good games, have positive KD, win some matches, get my winnings, and get out of there. And then I'll be back in the next couple of days. Mm. But I'm happy that it's coming. The thing is that I, I just want, the thing I want to see about season three is I want to see what it does to the, the player count. Um, is it going to bring anybody back? You know what I mean? Um, I... I'm a little bit salty about Halo Infinite because of like the support, you know, it's is exclusively for the multiplayer. You know, what I really want is some sort of like answer to that campaign, some sort of expansion to that campaign. And we're not getting that, so I don't really care about like season 3. I didn't really care about like the uh, the winter update. Yeah, it was cool that they added co-op and and forge and stuff, but I'm not a, I don't create maps on Forge. I'll play Forge maps, and I think that's a nice, you know, cheap way to add um, maps to the game is by letting the community do it. But I'm not exactly sure, excited for anything in particular that Season 3 is going to um, gonna bring. Now, I'm just going to, I'm going to jump in because I know there's going to be, you know, matches going. There's going to be a, the, pay, the player pool is going to increase a bit uh, for the time being. Hopefully, it's, it's good enough to hold uh, some of these players in. But... Um, like I'm, I plan to do what I've done with the other season, play for about two weeks, get, get through the, um, and then if I, if I happen to get through the battle pass, good, but I've only gotten through one <laughs> Halo battle pass. And that was the initial one. Everything else, I just stopped caring or stopped playing, uh, uh, for the battle pass. Hate to see it. Umbra, you there? Do you, uh, yeah, I'm back. excited about Halo season three at all? Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually really excited, brother. Uh, we have some game nights we typically do for Halo. So when this drops in two weeks, we're definitely going to be back on it. I'm, I'm excited. It looks pretty good. Uh, it's not a, a full fix, but, you know, they're getting there. It's going to take some time, unfortunately, which is why I don't care for games as a service, typically. And I'm with you on that. Like, they should have been more content-rich at launch. But, hey... How many times can I keep going back to that well and saying, you should have done this, you should have done that. I'm just, uh, I'm happy that they're addressing it and that they are like really communicative to the, to the community. So that's my biggest thing. It looks good though. Yeah. Okay. Moving on from Halo. Um, what else we got? Oh, Octopath Traveler 2 came out this week, right? Came out two days ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. did it? 
Square Enix yeah. still putting out games? Okay. Uh, in, indeed. Uh, no matter how yeah, much you hate them, Smooth. Out games yeah. Smooth. Like on, yeah. uh, next, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah, because it's not on your platform, Smooth. Uh, yeah. I don't want that dusty-ass shit anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see 1 and got to a boss and got mad that it was too Yeah, I played for no. a total of 27 minutes. Got me one achievement, and I was out of there. <laughs> game is not on your platform of choice, sir. <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't figure out how to equip armor. Yeah, I put in 250 hours into the first game, and did you? Yeah, man, and you know, it became a game pass, so I had to give it a try. I'm like, let me try this out. It looks dope. Played it, loved it, and then they talk about part two, and it's not coming to Xbox. It's like, why? What the hell, Square? We, but we know why because how the first game even came to Xbox in the first place. Because I mean, part one, not even on PlayStation yet. Yeah, yeah, it's weird how they did this. Part one is not on PlayStation. Part two is now now not on Xbox. Stupid. And and I'm well, gonna keep separate, it real with it's you. It's two separate stories. So like the it's like Final Fantasy, where like every every Final Fantasy is uh is its own story. So that's the same thing with Octopath Traveler. So the second game, you don't need to have played the first one to understand the second one. Yeah, but that doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, especially since Octopath One of, is a very long game. It is, but it's not even a matter of that to me. I don't care about it not it's being disjointed as far as stories and universes or whatever. I care about the sequel, the the actual franchise itself returning back to the platform I got it on. I just don't understand why. Don't and Square, you, Square you by the way, was... Don't you? I do, but hey, Square, by the way... Yeah, I'm not, it's not a, not a factor of me not being able to get it. I just prefer achievements and stuff, right? So, but the thing is, it's like, they came out themselves and were like, oh, we we're proud of the sales. It did well and Game Pass and all of that. Like a they said all of that. Oh. Then all of a sudden it's like, nope, you're not getting part two. I don't understand. Like, do you do you remember what the sales were like when Octopath came in on the Switch? Where it was selling out and Square Enix and Japan had to apologize because it sold out so much because it, it broke their own anticipation for the game itself. So that's why Nintendo is not publishing Octopath Traveler 2 this time around. And that's why it's on PlayStation. Ooh. And that's why it's... Mm. I feel like it would have... This game is probably would have been more prominent if this was still a Nintendo Switch exclusive, considering the fact they've already done it before. And the fact that, you know, Triangle Strategy, Bravery Default 2, a lot of the Team Asano games have been primarily on Nintendo consoles. So that's where that user base... For for those type of games, Square Enix games specifically would do the best at regardless. And plus, we would see a lot more prominence in promotion if a marketing. I think was. So what do y'all think I about think the game? The game is still gonna do fine, but whatever. So what do y'all think about Octopath Traveler Two though? It's great, man. Anybody what do you think? Uh, I you know I've been playing it. I got about like fifteen hours in it so far. Uh, it's very good, man. It's a great, fun turn-based music, combat, the characters. This time around, are uh, like more communicate, uh, communicating more between one another and whatnot, which I like. And uh, I'm still trying to get everybody. Like I've got like six, like five of the eight people so far, and doing through the chapter ones. But even like the stories of uh, all the characters so far, from what I've played, uh, I'm liking their stories a lot. Man, they're all really compelling. Uh, it's it's pretty dope. It's a dope game. Man, yeah. Because I'm just gonna say it right now. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. I'm tired of hearing about people that haven't ever played. I'm not accusing anybody here of not playing it, but I'm tired of hearing people that haven't played Legend of Heroes talk about JRPGs. Oh Lord, we we need like a badge like before you start talking about JRPGs. Where are you in the Legend of Heroes series? Because I'm tired what? of people picking up mid-ass RPGs like Legend of Dragoon, 
Octo Trash Traveler, <laughs> Octo Trash Traveler Two. Like all the all these games are mid. What if they don't care about Legend of Heroes? But then the, why are they playing JRPGs? Maybe they think the other ones are better. That's I, 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 I like saying, why are you playing Madden if you don't care about football? Yeah, you don't got no other choice. <laughs> exactly my point. It, it just seems weird. Like I, I don't know, man. Like I'm I'm very disappointed in the uh, the uh, RPG community as of recent. Just need a uh, another Dragon Quest game to cleanse the palate because I feel like whenever a Dragon Quest game comes out, that's when actually JRPGs start hitting. I don't really have a lot of confidence in this Final Fantasy 16 game. I don't have a lot of confidence in Final Fantasy at all. I actually believe parts like 16 is going to be dope, but why don't you care for Octopath though? Like I've heard people say that. The first game was mid and the second game didn't really change anything from the first game. Mm, I, well, like, what's made oh, about it. you exactly? Because I'm not the biggest uh, JRPG like understand. The, the characters were boring as fuck. They don't interact with each other. There's no overarching villain. There's no like overarching story. It's literally combining eight people's individual stories into one larger story, which makes it completely disjointed and characters trying to grow together and create relationships together because it's eight individualized stories. And there's no like central antagonist or bad guy. But is that a bad central antagonist? But that's like the final extra yeah. boss you yeah. gotta yeah. get. Like, where you don't find interact with anybody throughout any of their individual stories. His it's, oh, too, now right? we're getting to the end. I don't even remember who the final boss was. The game was very forgettable. Now, does it look good? Yes. Does it play good? Yes. Does it have good music? Yes. But we don't play JRPGs for that stuff. We play for the story and the characters. Uh, When is Atlas going to make another good RPG? But I'm not not the first person. You're not the first person I heard say that, by the way. Say what? About Octopath, that they didn't care for it. Like, it's not real. Like, it's not a good JRPG or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like I said, I don't play JRPGs enough to say, like, oh, this is, you know. But I could just say I enjoyed the hell out of the first one. I would say that. I thought Have you played gorgeous. Dragon Quest XI? Uh, no. All right. Damn. Here, here's how you... Oh, wait, wait, wait. It. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I didn't play much of it, though. Just a oh, bit. That's, yeah, that's the problem right there. Here's how you determine if, an RPG, <laughs> if a JRPG is good. Is the game better than Dragon Quest XI or worse than Dragon Quest XI? And by how much? Is, uh, <laughs> no, I don't Quest think you can make really that good. comparison because no, this no, game in I'm particular, saying, like Dragon Quest Eleven, is a good barometer for JRPGs this generation. So when seeing if an RP, a JRPG is good this generation is is it better than Dragon Quest Eleven, worse than Dragon Quest Eleven, and what is the variance between it being how much better or how much worse? I'm a by the way, well, I'm gonna make sure that because uh, a lot of y'all been slandering. Trying to trying to discredit me and, and slander me because I didn't get that that dumbass secret ending in Dragon Quest Eleven. I went to, when when the next one come out, watch. I'm I'm gonna make sure I get all the endings since y'all got this parameter. Oh yeah, 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 you didn't beat the game if you didn't get the second ending. It, it doesn't count. Oh, shit the hell. I mean, you I don't you y'all. don't have to get the second ending at all if you want to. No, people telling me I didn't beat the game yeah, because I didn't get the second more, ending. There's a lot more. The secret ending is like so much more like story being told and stuff happening and whatnot. So yeah, because you basically got to go back in time and save uh, Veronica from getting clapped. Literally. Yeah. Listen, listen. Like I said, the rule is if the credits roll, I beat the game. Sorry to tell you. 
So oh, um, if you let, if you let uh, a, a cat, what the fuck's his name? Oh, the credit. Did, 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 oh, didn't you get the... just kill you? It's it's over. Didn't you get the platinum in uh Returnal, DJ? No, I don't have the platinum. No. Mm. Did you get the third act ending though? The true ending. I did, I believe. Mm. The credits roll after Act Two when you beat uh, CFS. Does it? Yes. And then it starts you from the first biome again, which you have to go through and get all the sunstones in order to get the true ending and finish Act Three. So technically, you do beat games after the credits roll. You do play them again. And listen, man, fuck, fuck them secret endings. I, I low-key hate games with like a whole bunch of multiple endings anyway. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I, I, Octopath Traveler definitely is a fucking. What, what's a good character? And what? I, you're... I, w- I wouldn't even say Octopath is like the Vegeta, the Piccolo, or like the Gohan. He'd be, that'd be like the Krillin of our a Krillin level RPG, like a Choji level RPG. He said Choji. No, I wouldn't Christ. say. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. I would. Yeah. It's a little but much. overall, I, I, mean, I think the game... Ge- we, you know, things would have ended a lot differently. Yeah. Because I've only put like... Because I've only put like 10 hours in the Octopath Traveler 2. I think it's fine because like, for the most part, it's like basically gameplay-wise, it's pretty tight for what it is. For the characters themselves, I feel like they're... Some of them are better like... Agnia, the dancer, I really like her a lot more. And the hunter of this game, I liked a lot more. And the thing that they changed up, particularly with this game, is like the day and nighttime cycles where you can change it like a time that you want to. And their path actions of how they interact with NPCs is different to how they engage with them to either get items or just recruit them on your team. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. But the so story, far, the, sto- the stories are really like engaging, though. Like they're really, really good. Like everyone's individual story, so far from what I've yeah. got, like they're they're really, really, really good. I think my favorite so far is uh, Orchette and uh, yeah, Hikar- Hikarius was really good. His chapter one was really, really good so far. Yeah, so, I thought so Orchette was cool. Same thing with uh, Tortia, uh, Tortia, the, the merchant. His was really good too. That Western had a good like Western vibe to it and whatnot. I, I like that one too. I'm about to get to him first because I know in this game you can actually select when you want to go through their actual first chapter of their stories later on after Mm -hmm. you recruit them so that was pretty nice so that way I'm not immediately saying if I wanted to choose the option to deal with their story like right then and there because they have to fight the they have to do their whole stories it pretty much comes after you they join your party uh, before they even join your party as opposed to the first game where you were in the middle of their own uh, adventure, and you built, went along with them in the first game. Yeah. Okay. And Trails I th- of Azure is out, and not yeah, Trails of Zero is out. Not many people have played that game. Like that's like one of the best JRPGs of all time. Yeah. It might be uh, an indication that some people don't care about the trails like that, bro. Yeah, so I'm saying, and they play an Octo Trash instead. <laughs> all right, man. Um, another game that came out this this week, Atomic Heart. Uh, and I've seen more about the, I've seen more about these twins damn near, uh, because the internet is obviously (laughs) always, always freaking horny. Like that's the highlight of the game. If you type in atomic heart twins, I'm not joking. Um, because I was trying to find a, you know, a thumbnail, uh, obviously. 
um, because you know thumbnails are are a form of click clickbait, and I know the internet is horny, so I had to make the twins the thumbnail for this podcast. You know, because listen, <laughs> I, oh, so I, you I, were actively. So oh, you absolutely. Were actively searching for the Atomic Carp twins for the thumbnail. Absolutely. Listen, I know what I'm else. doing. I know. No, not, not I, no. Now, that's what I'm about to bring up because now you when know you there's between thick and fat is. <laughs> Sir, we're not gonna get into that right now. But when <laughs> when you type in Atomic Heart Twins on Twitter, right? You look try to if if you were trying to find a thumbnail or something like that. It's 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 NSFW already. The game just came out, and they have uh, they have Atomic Heart porn. What is wrong with you niggas? What people want this, a robussy? Like like let them get their robussy. Like oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> what, what is what is it with the twins? I, like I'm I'm out the loop because I haven't. They're they're just they're like, just what is it about the women twins? shaped like they're just robot shaped like women, and the internet is horny. That's it's. Pretty, yeah, I mean, pretty much the same thing with what they did that they did with Lady Demetres. They saw Lady Demetres, and she was like the uh-huh. hottest thing on the internet because dudes is horny. So, so okay. now the twins from Atomic Heart are the new things to be to be horny about. So they they got they got porn for it already. The game just came out. People are doing you know the, the especially the people in in the anime um, the anime profile pic community. They've done drawings. These sick hentai drawings of them already i'm like yo y'all work fast oh yeah because i know people that's very prominent with stuff like overwatch and just other communities like that so this is nothing new per se but because it's because that those two are like the only things that i've seen for this game and i haven't been checking for that game like that yeah that's that's all they're talking about they're talking about the twins more than the games but so i actually i did buy the game and i'm be real with you it's it's i probably won't I, I played it for like two hours i probably won't uh get to like actually getting deeper into it um or beat or beating it until like maybe months from now because wall long is about to come out and i'm gonna play probably play wall long and then i'll probably play harry potter before i play this game um to- tony uh has the game if if he listens and wants to come and talk about it then he can talk about it but but it, it's it's a very first of all the dialogue is atrocious this is some of the worst dialogue i've and I've, I've heard in in a game ever and some people say that's because you know it's a, it's a russian developer and they you know the tr- a lot of they say a lot of stuff got lost in translation or a lot of stuff translated doesn't doesn't sound right but i'm talking about it's bad if if you if forspoken was a problem to you and people made uh that a issue with forspoken and i don't i don't blame you like i don't y'all know how i feel about forspoken but if that, that was a problem for you then this game is dialogue it, isn't as bad as people were making it out to be on on, on Twitter though. Yeah, I disagree. Either, either I way, I've actually but played the game. I played and it too. It, so, you know. I didn't platinum it, but I played it. I didn't like it at all. But I will say I agree with you, BG. The dialogue in this is pretty bad. But I've it's heard way that worse. If you put it on a yeah. I've heard if you put it on like Russian or whatever other languages, it's supposedly better. But I've only yeah. played like an hour or something myself, and I got right back to wizarding. Up in Harry Potter and Hogwarts, rather. So I don't know. Yeah, bro. Like, dude, the dude is saying like the way he delivers the lines is so. It, it's like it's like a voice actor that they paid a hundred dollars and said, "Here, just do it." Like, like we need this. Like they could have hired me and I could have done the same job just as bad. Like, dude, dude is saying lines like, uh, like damn near like, "Gee, Willikers, will you will you get off my?" Because he's talking to the um, the what is was it the robot uh, that that's with him 
Um, so he talks to him. He his, has like, like his hand, his arm, like, yeah. like we're smoking like her wristband. And exactly. Shit, same same so, idea. So that's his companion. He's talking to him. He's like, "Will you get off, get off my back, will you?" And it's like these really cringe, just bad dialogue. I'm like, <laughs> did he really just say that? It's bad, bro. But uh, aside from the really bad dialogue, um, the game visually is very impressive. Like that, that just the animations and 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 the movement and and the visuals and everything like that. That was the most impressive thing about the game that we've seen. And a lot of people thought it was too good to be true, but. A lot of those animations and you know vis- and visuals are really in the game. That's really authentic stuff, and it's kind of like this Bioshock almost light game. This I guess you can call it a Russian a Russian Bioshock style game. Um, and I, I can't, like I said, I can't too, speak too much about the gameplay because I'm only like two hours. Why aren't in. we boycotting this game? Uh, because we don't really care. Because the yes, the the the, the oh, Ukrainian hold on, hold on, government. hold on, hold on. Are we gonna boycott Harry Potter for allegedly harming and killing people, but we ain't we gonna do. boycott Atomic Heart for literally killing people. What? Interesting. I, I don't think either killed anybody, uh, Bond. But I'm just making fun of these losers. Yeah. <laughs> they, no, no, but the U- the Ukrainian government has requested a ban of of this game, obviously because of the war between you know Russia and. And Ukraine, you know what's funny? When um when we saw Street Fighter and we saw Zangief, I was like, are they? I, I thought like, are they gonna have a problem with that? <laughs> I was dead ass. I I didn't I didn't know. I was like, listen, they might have a problem with Zangief because he's Russian too. They might want him like he might be a, a sign of evil now. I don't know, but you know what? I can't blame you either because things have gotten so far out of hand. You might be right. Maybe they were thinking about doing it. Nah, Zangief uh-huh. is like one of the originals. Like they wasn't getting rid of him. Yeah, he's well, been they, around they, long. They did boy. change Zangief from um, USSR to Russia. Because the USSR yeah. doesn't exist no more, right? Yeah, I know, but, you yeah. know, game thing. Yeah, so, yeah, the, Atomic Heart is it's at like a 72 on Metacritic, I think. Um, like I said, I can't speak too much of the gameplay. Like, so far, it just seems like a, like a regular first-person shooter to me, but, like, it, I'm very much at the beginning, so I can't say it stays... It, it stays like that, but it's a very weird game. Um, Power Picks. Some of you might know Power Picks. He's the the one that makes the uh, the guides, the, the the trophy guides and stuff like that. So he said he make, makes trophy guides on every game, right? Without fail, damn near. And he said this game was so bad that he had to cancel his his trophy guide on it. He said like, like I'm not doing a trophy guide on this. This game is bad. I've yeah. never heard. You know, you know, and, you know what Powerflix did do a trophy guide on? Or spoken. That, that and that's yeah, that's what that I was so crazy. That, by the way. That, that, that was pretty crazy. Let you know. to say that. Yeah, that's that's nuts because he. I've never heard of him canceling a, a trophy guide for anything ever. And he was, and he straight up said this game was such a bad experience. I'm tr- I'm canceling my guide. So I. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard people um, talk about how they don't. They thought the, the controls and stuff were clunky too. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard talk about that. Again, I haven't gotten far enough into it to really judge it, so I can't really say. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and also, you know, shout out to Beta Test Gaming. You know, as I always say, even though I I fully accept that buying games day one is absolutely beta testing. I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> I'm still gonna buy them day one because like they like they came out on Twitter. The Munfish, the studio, they said, yeah, we're working on a patch to include um you know FOV. I'm like, bruh, y'all, y'all, 
y'all working on a patch for FOV for a P- for this game on PC? Like, and that's not the. There's been a bunch of games like even last year where they patched an FOV. I'm like, why don't y'all got this there from the jump, bro? Skip that. Did you see that they have to have a whole like sixty seven some odd gigabyte update? Oh like yeah, I a, did. A few days after, like I'm like, we have to download a whole new game because it's like 76 gigabytes for the standard. That's <sighs> yeah. what concerned me. So that, it was a lot of issues apparently that had to be fixed technically. Beta test gaming, shout out to it, man. Love it, love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat 12 was confirmed. Just very in a very unexciting way it was like just confirmed um in an investor call somebody was on the phone talking to somebody and just said yeah like yeah you know that's that's in the works it's coming out this year and very unexcited well, way to I, reveal. I, I, I don't think ed boone wanted that though i think that no he didn't the higher ups kind of just you know talking business and it just slipped you know yeah, Ed Boon definitely didn't want that. I'm sure he wanted to, because you know, the, Mortal Kombat always has like that, that that amazing first trailer that comes out yeah. for each game. So that's how they prefer to you know roll out their games, and I'm sure that's the way he preferred to do it. So, but yeah, at least we know it's coming. And, and fight the the FGC is very excited. Street Fighter Six coming out this year. Mortal Kombat uh, is, is gonna be is gonna come out this year most likely. And there's another game, another Canadian. fight. Tekken 8 might. Oh, yeah, Tekken 8. That's not, that's not confirmed, though. It's just coming out in 2023. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's coming out this year. I don't know. They've been showing a lot. Looks like it's coming yeah. out this year to me just because of so much they've shown recently. But If we don't, if we, if we don't get a date by Evo, then uh, it's not coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause he or it's going to be it. very, very late At in December. Evo, right? Yeah. Evo's August. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. What else do I got? Uh, I mean, there was there was the Dice Awards. Let me just read out the the read out the list. Um, uh huh. There was yeah the Dice Awards, sir. You don't you don't respect the Dice Awards? No, I just I just don't keep up with the Dice Awards because this game community literally just pay attention to nothing but the the main one, the Jeff Keighley show. Because that's yeah, because that's for us, right? You know, the Dice Awards honestly isn't for us. That's more developer and technical side of 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 things it's not you know this is not a show for you know for us to consumers um an award for us to consume but but it's still worth noting like what won uh okay outstanding achievement in animation god of war ragnarok won that um art direction god of war won that um outstanding character also god of war won that for kratos um original music composition god of war won that audio design god of war uh, best story, God of War, outstanding technical achievement, Elden Ring, uh, action game of the year, Vampire Survivor, oh, Vampire Survivors God. won. Huh? Wait, but it won it. It won it over. Crazy. It won it over Sifu, Neon White, Grounded, wow. and Bayonetta Three. Y'all gotta relax, bro. Wow. Like, come on, that, come on, how bro. How did that win over Sifu? Sifu was one of like the best action games come out last year. That's crazy. That's like straight crazy. winning game of the year. But it's like sometimes I I think they they make decisions like this just to just to just to like almost virtue signal. Like, come on, y'all know this game ain't no ain't the best action game of the y'all stop this nonsense. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I wouldn't have given that. 
over seafood. That's that's wild, yeah. man. Or that's even wild. though even though I hate they Bayonetta, it it, it, yeah. it even winning over Bayonetta is still insane. Yeah, also. that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, and and it's like if that game didn't get the hype that it did, it doesn't even get nominated. That's my thing, y'all. I feel like y'all put this in this category more for more because it was hype more than the actual, more than the game actually standing on its own merits. Absolutely. You know? So, um, moving on. Got, oh, so, uh, Ad- Adventure Game of the Year. God of War won that also. Family Game of the Year. Mario Rabbit, Spark- Sparks of Hope. Fighting Game of the Year. Multiverses, which is ironic because Multiverses, <laughs> Multiverses mm-hmm. player count is like damn near non-existent at Yo, this that point. That shit damn, boy. Yo, stop <laughs> these live service fighting games, bro. I don't like doing that shit. That's crazy. Uh, it won. It won over JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Rumbleverse, Spider Heck. I never even heard of Spider Heck, and King of Fighters 15. It won over those. Damn. Uh, I think um, that's more so because of hype. Because that shit bad as fuck right now. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, racing game of the year went to Gran Turismo. There was only three in the. Ca- it was only three in the category. It won over F1 and Need for Speed Unbound. That's Fair enough. Shit. Yeah. It would have lost against Forza, though. I just want to put that out there. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, RPG of the year went to Elden Ring. Sports game. What were the Come other on. choices for uh, RPG? Uh, Citizen Sleeper. Uh, Weird West. <laughs> uh, Weird West. Weird uh, World West. of... Yeah, I didn't even know that was an RPG. How was that even? Yeah, see, people. Yeah, RPG. That's not an RPG. Well, I I guess I'm I'm thinking JRPG. That's why I'm like, never mind. Even Western style. It's not even that. It's not even Western style RPG. World of Warcraft and Xeno. It went over Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Also, it's wild. Now here's something that doesn't make no sense to me, Um, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. um, That this is not that crazy. So sports game of the year. Ali Ali World won over NBA 2K, MLB The Show, Mario Strikers, and EA Sports because uh, they call it the, you know EA Sports FIFA 20 uh, FIFA now. That, so, yeah, that's horrible. I don't I, I don't horrible. even know what Ali Ali World is. So, so Ali 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 is a is a is a skateboard game um, where you kind of you know you do tricks and stuff like that. Are you going downhill and whatnot? It's 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 a pretty popular game because it's got three games in a series. You got Ali Ali One, Two, and then the newest one that came out last year, which is Ali Ali World, which uh, from what I've seen, it, it looks it looks it looks really dope. So, um, but I can't speak to the gameplay because I haven't played it yet. Okay. I haven't played it either. Just not my style of game. Uh, best strategy simulation game went to Dwarf For- Fortress. Never heard of it, but not my lane anyway. Um, immersive reality game of the year, uh, Red Matter 2. Uh, that one over The Last Clockwinder, Tentacular, Moss Book 2, and Cosmonius High. Asa, familiar with these? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty quiet on the content front for, for what did they call it? Immersive reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, been pretty quiet. So hopefully uh, hopefully next year I'll have some some bigger ones, right? Um, I'm going to need to drop from this beautiful panel yeah. and, and go to sleep because it's pretty late here. So Yeah. 
Appreciate you coming um, through. I know it was late, you know, and you you couldn't stay the whole time. Appreciate you, Asa. No, nah, thanks everyone. It was it was a good time. Uh, I've been quiet this for the last like little the, bit. The but... best person we've I've ever met in the UK, BG. All right, <laughs> what? I mean, that, that, there, there was a time where the UK people were the worst people on YouTube. Then the Australians took over. Bro, what kind of shit is that to say to somebody that lives <laughs> in? Like, hey, man, about, I'm just saying. When we first came that's to YouTube, the, the back nicest in, thing anyone's ever said to me. No, thanks. When we came into YouTube in 09, the UK people were out of control. Then the Australians defeated you, and the bald people came from the north and killed all of you. This sounds like a history book lesson. Like, this is crazy. Wrong, right? The bald people yeah. came from the north and just conquered everybody. Yeah. The north remembers. But uh, appreciate you, Asa. All right, man. All right, I drop. Thanks, you got to do, do a plug, Asa, or you. Little plug you can get, yeah. Um, game on daily, uh, every Saturday. We've got go live at nine in the UK, so four o'clock EST. Um, I've got my own little channel as well, um, Ace of Game on Daily, where I do most of the, the VR stuff and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, PG, how Con Tony can't act like that. Con continue to keep uh, Gaz in check, you know, you know, he, get, he, he gets I, a little crazy. Think that I do that, I really don't. You're, you're, his, no, shout, shout out to Gaz, like, I, you know, I really like, you know, y'all show, but you're his handler. I don't know if you know. <laughs> no, it, like, I don't it. mean that in a bad way. You're his handler because you know when you got the crazy, the crazy friend, but you need the like the calm, you know, voice of reason to keep the crazy friend in check. That's what that's what Asa is to get. So so. Keep, keeping him grounded. You're saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Asa, brother, what? have a good one, man. Yeah, catch you later. Cheers, everyone. everyone in chat as well. See you. All right. Yeah. Huh? What was that, Bon? How come Tony can't act like that? Oh, civilized? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he Tony must have been born on the opposite end of wherever uh, um, Asa lives in the UK. Maybe, maybe, maybe Tony probably where wherever Top Boy was shot. You know, Who? wherever they sh where <laughs> Top Boy the UK show. Never mind. <laughs> that, yeah, Top Boy's a good show, but that's that's actually funny. I actually believe that. <laughs> yeah, Whatever ghetto area Top Boy, you know, wherever they do that at, that's where Tony probably from. I never watched. I've seen one episode of Top Boy. I don't, I, I was never able to get it. Maybe I should give it another shot. I don't know. It's kind of hard to try to take, I don't know. Is it just me? It's kind of hard to take the thugs over there serious. No, I get what you said. It's crazy for us to think that because they will stab us and throw and throw they acid in our face. I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll, of it, they'll stab you up in the alley and leave you and leave you there. Like, I believe it. Like, but it's like hard to like, hear UK them and play. be like, but like, yeah, fam, gonna do stab you, bro. And then I'm UK, I'm, UK I'm from Chicago too, so it's like. I don't know. I deal with far yeah, worse. Chicago here. niggas scared of the people in the UK? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bud. It's like, I don't know. I've seen and heard far worse here. Did I hear that? It's like, nah. Yeah. Hey, give me I your, know. what was it? Your play fab? Give me your play fab five. You tallywhacker. No, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't be. No, I, I completely understand. It's, it's hard to take it serious. Even when they're like clearly threatening, it's it's hard. Oh, my God. Yep. I get it, I'm man. going to stab you if I'm. They probably will stab me. I'll give them that much, though. Give me your money, dickhead. You know, all that. Like, all right, brother. All right. Uh, okay. Best independent game that went to Tunic. Best mobile game went to Marvel Snap. Uh, online game of the year went to Final Fantasy uh, 15 and Walker. 14. Um, 14 and Walker. My bad. Yeah. Uh, best game design went to Elden Ring. 
best game direction went to Elden Ring, and finally game of, game of the year went to Elden Ring as well. So. Oh, New York. Imagine so, Horizon Forbidden West not getting best game design. That is that is that is crazy. Which who won it for oh. that? Uh, the so Elden Gods. Elden oh, Ring Elden. won game direction, game uh, game design, and game of the year. Yeah. Oh no, I agree with that one. Elden Ring's yeah. uh, world design is well done, and no, that's no shade to Horizon. I'm just simply saying it's spectacularly done. Like you can get into that and find new shit every other day. Yeah. I, I still want them to just release a damn. Because I, like I said, how they not release DLC for that game? That's what I said. Besides Col- Coliseum, no, I don't. I don't even think there is. I feel like I don't know. I feel like they're just I like that you know, leak. I, I thought it leaked that they were going to be putting out DLC for uh, Elden Ring. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but uh. Okay, yeah, that was all the dice, the dice uh, winners. Um, God of War and Elden Ring kind of like took up most of the awards, pretty much. Shout out to that. Uh, Shinji, Shinji Mikami is leaving Tango Gameworks. Shout out to the legend. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I, a lot of people. No, but he's old now. I assume he's just going to retire. I assume. How old is he? Let me check. Isn't he like pushing like 60? 57. That ain't old. Oh, he's, he's in his 50s. I thought, yeah, I thought he's older. I thought he was like mid 60s at least. Uh, uh, I don't I don't know if I still want to develop because he's been in the industry for a long ass time, man. I don't I, I would retire and he's just younger than, he's younger than Kojima. I was gonna say yeah. Kojima, Kojima like 60. Yeah, 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 69. And he's, I mean, and, like definitely... he, and he about to put out Death Stranding too, and he's working on some cloud shit. So, I mean, I don't know, you know, and he, yeah, and he working on Geoff. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just caught that AO, man. You Chill, crazy. Bro. Yeah, he's yeah, been, I... he's been active in game development literally since 1990. So, the, the year I was born, he's been, that's when he started developing games. Mm-hmm. So my whole life, um, I would I would retire, but that's just me. I would I would enjoy my legacy and all this money and uh, sit back and enjoy it. But y'all y'all think he might go somewhere else? It'd be funny if he I, do. It'd be very funny. Yeah, if he do. He would show up on PlayStation. I would. I feel like I wouldn't find it funny I, at all. <laughs> be, it'd yeah. be hilarious. Xbox gamers no. would be pissed. Because it would be, yeah. it would kind of feel like that dude that, who went back to Insomniac. I can't uh, Drew Murray. Yeah. Drew Murray. Man, it would be oh, just like that. There was a worst. lack of vision and said, let me go back to where shit makes sense. I think they were yeah. just all clashing because they had Daryl Gallagher, who he worked with before. But it seems like too many uh, chiefs, I guess, and you know, wanted to be in, in head of what they were doing. But it would be crazy for him to have started his own studio with Tango and then dip and go to some PlayStation studio. That would be crazy to see. But I don't believe yeah. that's the case. Yeah. I think he has more of a chance of going to that new game studio that's made by the dude that did a Silent Hill and Gravity Rush. Bokeh Game Studios, because they're making a game called Splitterhead. And he already did, like, a interview with them already. So if he were to go to any studio after this, I think it would, he would go over there. And, yeah, Slitherhead, definitely. What is this? I think it's Slitherhead, Slitherface, some shit like that. That definitely looks like a, 
uh, that definitely looks up his alley or something he would want to make as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot yeah. of those devs came from uh, Japan Studio anyway and made their own studio. So, uh, yeah, you know, I definitely, I can definitely see him going there for sure. Legendary figure though, it's like you said, BG. He's been in yeah. it so long, so it's crazy. If he's retiring, because he didn't quite say he was retiring, so no, he didn't. There, there is leeway and some room there for him to actually appear somewhere else. I hope that's not the case, but yeah. I mean, because we didn't really get a chance to get much from him. Actually, we didn't get anything from him because Hi-Fi Rush, which I love, by the way, um, that was made by his understudy, uh, John John Johannes. So we didn't get one from him, from Shinji. So I don't know. I would love to see him actually, well, it's too late for that, but I would have loved for him to actually give us a new sequel or maybe to uh, Evil Within or something like that or something before he left. Where I think... It's safe to assume that we're still going to get an evil within, of course. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what he ends, up, ends up doing. Because Kojima, yeah, Kojima went and started his own own studio. Um, he he could al- yeah, he could also do that too. Uh, you know, I just be thinking about from my perspective, like if I'm if I'm them, I don't want to you know start no new studio at that age. But they love what they do, and I'm. And I'm just always looking for the easy way out. That's just me, though. All right. What else we got? Okay, so only a few more things. Um, I got Wolong on Wolong on my list. It's not out yet. It comes out next week. March was it? March third? No, this Friday. Oh, is this Friday? We're, okay. we're at the, we're at the end of February. Oh yeah, I forgot. You know, uh, the blacks get the shortest month. Of course, how could I forget? <laughs> Um, I don't know by in the chat wish us a happy Black History Month. Because they don't like black people, Bond. <laughs> oh, man. It, ain't no, like, donations for Happy Black History Month. Ain't no, like, appreciation for the first only black podcast on YouTube. Bond, they're not even going to... They're not even going to hit the like button, Bond. They ain't going to send oh, no money. You're right about that. But, you know, I, BG, I keep hearing that, you know, I don't like black people. But I'm I think that might... I think that might but be that. But I'm here for y'all. Cancel. Y'all, but, are, but are y'all here for us? Mm. Cancel Bun 2023. I mean, how, how many years have I been on this podcast, BG? Since episode two? How many years? Uh, we yeah. Web, we on Wheel uh, 354. What's 354 divided by 12? I, I can't <laughs> math after 8 p.m. Me either. I so can't do, do math any math. day. Somebody do this math for me. 29.5. divided by. I've been here. Nah, I'm fucked up. Twenty nine point five, but that would be impossible. Yeah, you're supposed to do three fifty four. Three fifty four divided by fifty two because it's fifty two weeks in a year. Yep, yeah. there we go. See, oh. <laughs> I, I've been entertaining on Vegas for almost seven years. I remember when Solid Rev's kid was dressed up as Dumars in the Curious Case of Halo when he was an infant. It's a long he time, show love. Yeah, man. He's gonna start playing. BG, BG start was playing. wearing the Mega Mind fitteds. Oh man, I might bring you that back. Mega Mind fitteds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I might bring those back. Keep talking with me. I'm gonna bring it back. Man's gonna start playing uh, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> Eleven years I sacrificed. Banger. That's what it is, man. <laughs> you want your recognition. Uh, 
Wolong is coming out though. Uh, any let's do Meta- Metacritic predi- predictions. I'm going with the, I'm going with yeah. 82. It's on Game Pass Day One. Yep. yep. 78. I'm going with 82. I I'm in the 70s. Yeah, I think good, that's a good score. 78. I'm in the 70s. I would probably say about a 78 as well. I'm gonna say 84. Nah. nah. What do you mean? Like it's it's Team Ninja. It you know they've all they're really doing is making a different version of Neo. It seems like. I, I don't see. I, I think Smooth's on the money with an eighty something. You could be right though. I, the people who have played it extensively are saying they love it. I just don't think it'll get the full love, you know, from everybody, as far as these critic you know, critics go. Rather, but to me, when I played it, a lot of, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of performance issues from what I'm seeing. That's probably for the beta part, but I don't know. But I, from what I played, I wasn't blown away. I'll say that. And when I get that feeling, typically I'm correct. I think it'll be like in the seventies. It's in Game Pass, 78. Yeah, I wouldn't think it mattered about that, but yeah, <laughs> I think it'll be in the 70s for sure. Mm. I think, by the way, I think PlayStation got the the bigger, better deal with the, what is it, The Way of the Samurai, whatever it's coming? Rise of Ronin. Rise Next of year. Ronin, there you go. I don't know where the hell I got that name from, but yeah, Rise of Ronin, I think, to me, looks better, but uh, I'm, I don't know. I think the game, Wolong, will be decent enough. I just don't think it'll be like, it'll hit the 90s at all, come close to that. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. Uh. It's. I'm gonna be playing. I'm gonna be playing it. Um. You know, it's day one for me. You know, I love my Souls games, and I haven't played one in about a year. You know, I had to make sure. You just played one last year in Elden Ring. Yeah, that's what I said. I haven't played one in about a year. Are you playing these games like Madden? Because <laughs> listen, Souls games. You know. There was like a a huge surge of them, you know, a, a lot of them coming out at, at some point. So, um, and we got because we also got Lies of P coming out this year, also. Um, Lies of what? That's going to be dope. Lies of P Bond, the oh, Pinocchio boy. Souls game, pretty much. Yeah, that that look like it's going to be pretty dope. Also <laughs> launching in Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So how about Microsoft basically just saying Game Pass is a but like they're basically like discrediting their whole business model to try to get like Sony not to be able to stop this deal. Well, Sony can't stop it. FTC or whatever has to stop it. But I I agree with you. I mean, they had to do what they had to do though. You had like, to say like this is like I don't I honestly don't think it was worth it for uh Microsoft basically just to say like we're getting our asses fucked on all fronts. Oh my God. We really money. need this like for the future, I guess it probably will be though. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like it, it, it is literally taking a, taking the, the bullets out of every Xbox fan's gun. Like they, they have nothing now. I mean, that, but that also yeah. highlights that a lot of uh, Xbox zealots on yep. their shows and Twitter have been lying for years. Yep. Yeah, you, lying you about what? Yes. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, what, what, lying about lying? the sales of these consoles for Xbox. Basically, basically, Microsoft saying that we're trash. Y'all need to let us have Activision Blizzard. Like every every narrative that Xbox fans have been talking about from Game Pass to sales, Microsoft blowing it all up. Yep, about it's been confirmed, you know, buying been confirmed studios, by the, by the head. making games. Like <laughs> they, yeah, like they just threw their whole company under the bus to try to secure Call of Duty. Let, let me let me like, let me like uh, help out Smooth. Um, a level of something <laughs> that's crazy. I'm, let me help out Smooth. I'm to you know dev, play devil's advocate. 
all, both both of them have been sandbagging themselves. Both PlayStation and Xbox have been sandbagging themselves to make themselves look like the weaker one, which is crazy. You know, like er, like both of them are be like, listen, I'm a bitch. That's literally what both of them have been saying. Yeah, but and uh, like yeah, I'm soft. I, I ain't I ain't I, got it. Yeah, but there's only one that's a trillion dollar corporation. So really that's and true. truly, really that's and true. truly, Sony's whatever whatever PlayStation saying well. is. Well, Microsoft, Sony's Hell's trying to bounce by themselves. Well, Microsoft is literally saying, "Hey, hey I, they're trying to get a deal done." So, I mean, I don't know why everybody's taking this thing yeah, uh, like the way that. that it is, and and a lot of the information that they're putting out is no. telling me that Microsoft is lying about the information they've been telling us. No, I'm not saying that they're lying. Problems. I'm just saying, but, it, but what, they're, 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 I'm not making an argument. I'm just saying is like, they are, they have to make their case and their case is true. Nobody's been running around saying Xbox is, uh, is selling, um, is the, is the oh, best selling platform or the market leader or anything like that. That's not know. been the case. It's we know how the Xbox last and generation, they were saying last generation, you had a lot of zealots smooth. That were saying that the Xbox was selling on par with PlayStation for a long, a long time, and that was never the case. And then when they stopped, when they stopped giving, when they stopped giving, when they stopped giving the sales numbers, people were assuming, oh yeah, it's at about like 70, 80, 90 million. That's what people were saying. Are you kidding me? Nah, that was for the three sixty. Game is this? He never did that for the Xbox One. It's 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 the game from Epic that I um. I, I sauced them out of getting uh, some, uh, uh, you know, some free gear. I, for, I already forgot the name of it, but uh, I finessed them out. Like, is that Paragon? Yes, yeah, that's what it is, Paragon, yeah. The game that I swindled them out of getting free stuff from, that people claim I did, allegedly. But go, go, carry on. Is it, is this is a, is it's a new game? name, though. Isn't it called, like, Succession or something like that? Yeah, they gave it a new subtitle, yeah. Protecessor or something like that? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Is, is it a live uh, service game? Uh, I don't know if it's still kind of getting support. They just they're trying to keep it alive, but so technically, it's live service. Listen, I I, I want I need this deal to like be finalized because I think I think it's like it's kind of killing gaming. You know, announcements and and news and develop and develop not game development, but like us knowing there's a lot of shit we clearly don't know about. Because both, uh, you know, Microsoft and PlayStation are still trying to keep certain things close to the vest. Yeah, they're still having shows and announcing stuff, but there's there's some shit that they purposely are not saying because of this, and we know that. And I and I hate that for us. We're losing out on a lot of information because this thing is still going on. I kind of agree. PlayStation's been they've been like, you know, that showcase needs to happen because especially with the state of play, this shit was ass, and it's not a good way to start the year. We I don't know if that's why that about... was delayed, but I feel like this the Square Enix situation. I feel like Sony was going to probably announce that they're acquiring them, but are holding off until the situation is done with probably because of that. Yeah, I need them oh, to hurry up and buy that bougie ass freaking publisher. That's one thing I. <laughs> why do you want? Why do I need you that want to happen? Get them, them. get them off the planet. Like, put them in that PlayStation. Prison. I, you just salty, but I don't even think PlayStation <laughs> is actually going to buy them. But yo, we have not yeah, talked about the most important How do you think that? Square being bought by PlayStation is a prison, but Activision being under Microsoft, who hasn't really produced anything substantial since the start of this generation, is not a prison. Mm. Well, hey, well, how bad can it get? <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> 
That's great how, answer. How cut hey, on, hey I don't, I don't have an issue with that. I didn't. Activision wasn't my first choice, but hey, I ain't going. I'm not gonna. Oh, we know, we know. Activision was not. Yeah, Activision was definitely not my first choice, but hey, that's what landed in the pocket. Um, but nah, nah, I just need, I want, to, I, I need some, I need Square Enix to hurry up and go to PlayStation, man. I, I, I just need that to happen. All that, all this, like, you know, this free, free shit they're doing, just get bought. Just, just go. I think PlayStation <laughs> need to make a splash, make a splash with Square Enix. I don't think it makes any sense no, for that acquisition not. to happen. I don't think it makes any yeah, sense they anymore, honestly. They don't make games on Xbox anyway, so why buy them? Yeah. And yeah, they make some they... games for Switch anyway. Some. You can make that argument, but uh, I think can we uh get can we touch on one of these? Uh, there's one time I want to talk about because we're running low on time. I want to talk what? about um that Nintendo fan in the school that got a switch taken from him. What happened? Oh, yeah, oh he, he, he like oh, he beat up he teacher. beat up his uh he beat up his six teacher. Six foot six smash. That, that I assume that kid is neurodivergent. Like he has some mental like that couldn't have been like yeah yeah like yeah definitely that definitely wasn't. That wasn't a regular like to to act that way over a switch being taken. No, nah, yeah. that's 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 no. Nah. I mean, yeah, that's that, been saying for you know, like he was hitting uncontrollably hard, so you know that was. That was yeah, like, he had to have like extreme autism or or something. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely. Boy beat definitely. up somebody because of this switch being taken. That's what yeah, this oh, uh, yeah, this is video. Teacher. Yeah, this Damn. is video. He like he charges at the teacher, like tackles. He look he the video looks like he's like a six six linebacker and he tackles the yeah. teacher and starts to like double double hand just cave her face in almost. That's what it looks oh. like. It's yeah. It was it was a special needs kid and that was a special needs teacher. I mean like let me look uh, that up. Yeah, some like you you know how they say it's our strength to be politically mm. correct, like. Yo, I'm just saying, like, even a man, let alone a woman, would have a hard time defending themselves against a person that ain't going to feel pain rushing towards you. Stop! Damn, dude. <laughs> I'm, Yo, I'm just right. saying, like, look at, I'm watching Game of Thrones. Look at Hodor. Hold the door. Oh, my God. Yeah, hold, hold the door, Hodor. <laughs> No, the dude is six six. You're right. He was a he's a big dude. Well, it wouldn't it wouldn't matter if he would if he was it was special needs or not. Yeah. Six six two. I'm gonna assume at least two forty plus. I mean, I'm shit. I'm I'm what two twenty six five. He's six. Yeah. So he's got to be six six two twenty plus. Like, ain't no teacher. Ain't no woman has a chance. Shane the, McMahon, no, Vince McMahon, no chance in hell. The worst part about it was. Everybody around was like the slowest to react. They saw this you woman getting her that, s- that security guard. I would, I would not help out any any teacher. You I mean, know why? Oh my god! I, I am not why. putting my hands on a kid and getting in trouble, getting sued, getting fired. Oh hell no! You want to fight them off and learn the quality the hard way? Nah, I ain't doing shit. I mean, six six. I ain't doing and, and, and you know x amount of pounds, man. And based off the video, I seen like a lot of a lot of a lot of uh. Females, other teachers, I guess, faculty or whatever around. So, you know, I can understand someone of that stature and, you know. But you also don't want to be the teacher that touched. Yo, I remember one time in uh, high school, this one kid was beating the fuck out of another kid in the lunchroom in the cafeteria. The teacher came over and choke slammed this nigga like Kane into a trash can and he got fired. <laughs> I also think it's uh, it's like bystander syndrome, you know, like everyone is kind of like in shock. And also expecting the next person to be the yeah. one to react. So I think a lot of that plays into 
these types of situations as well. I just call it cowardice. I mean, mm. really cowardice. You don't uh, that's not call, that's not always the case. Call, man. call me a coward then for not wanting to lose my job. You're not, you're not about to put your life. You know, everyone teacher, is not. But if I see somebody being attacked, yeah, if I see somebody being attacked though, especially so a you see somebody get you see somebody being well, held at knife point, you're going to help them. Yeah, I, I, I will. I've done it before. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even yeah, I'm not even help I, just, I, just, I, just, I have a, I have a spine. That's all too. it comes down to. And I'm not, not saying about, every situation. Spine, brother. Sometimes it's it about, is about yeah. a spine, brother. No, but not, my whole point of it is, is specifically in this situation. If I see a certain situations where you don't a 17-year-old boy beating up on an unconscious woman, yeah, I'm going to step in and stop that. I'm not going to sit around. Oh man, situation is different though. Like I agree. That's what I'm talking about. Specifically, if you're a faculty at a school or something like that. You know, you definitely gonna want to get get this get this kid off the teacher. Well, that's my point. You know? That's what I was. That's what I was arguing about. Yeah, but yeah, but you're, you're instance. Yeah, but yeah, you took it to that. I'm not even helping a woman get her ass beat over somebody that's not helping. That's yeah, that's, that's what you say. But I, that's not. It's kind of crazy. It's what you said. I'll give you a perfect example. I've seen this happen before. A dude was whooping his girlfriend's ass in the street. Some white knight ass simp came over to help her out. Both of, them, both of them started beating him up after that. Exactly. It's worth it. Yeah, like it can't happen. Yet. But if you don't know how to fight, my, but my I, I'm not worried about that. The best course of but like, yeah, this is mind of my business. I feel you, Bun. And I know some dudes will probably fall back and say, I'm not going to get involved in that. Who knows what this woman is going to be about? I've seen these situations happen where a woman turns around and be against the guy who came and helped. I understand that. Like my the, entire, like the, like my entire point is, is if like I see somebody killed and beat the hell, up, I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh, ooh, pull out my phone. That's cowardice. Yeah, pulling out your phone. Oh, I anybody, guess pulling out their well, phone. Like that one, that, that one story last like, year. Don't pull your phone out. But. That one story last year, the, the the girl was getting attacked on a train, so a dude came over and just jawed them, knocked them the fuck out, saved the girl. He he fucking went to jail for two years for assault. Oh, the guy that got knocked out? No, the guy that not that oh. the of the girl knocked the dude out that was attacking her. Damn, he got jail time. Yeah, nah. I, I I fully subscribe to equality, and if you can't handle it, do what do what I do. Walk with the strap. Now, see that I agree with you because I got the strap. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. I, I got my <laughs> my my uh, my license here to carry concealed here in Chicago. That's why I say I'm also not that worried about that. Like, if I really want to get somebody off of them, I can get them off of them. But to sit there and see this student beating the hell out of a teacher, the boy is six six. Like you probably in, said, in that situation, but, absolutely pull this pull this kid off the fucking yeah. piece. That shit is crazy, absolutely. And he kicked 100%. him punched her, apparently hit her in the back of the head about fifteen oh, times. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, he was, was knocked out, out like a UFC fighter. Sheesh. You know, if the, if the kid really was special needs, maybe taking the switch wasn't the best idea. Maybe he need a switch. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> different type. Well, it, yeah. I, I I think with that part of it, it's like maybe he was being disruptive or. I've seen autistic kids. They'd be beating the fuck out of themselves, punching themselves, smacking them, smacking them, their heads in the walls and shit. Like they activate mm. berserk mode. They cannot be stopped or reasoned with. That's crazy, man. But I like, heard, like, heard him speak. He does sound like he might be uh, neurodivergent, like you pointed out, by the way, though. Yeah. Easy. Another, this is, this well, is I'm, also I'm another reason that he hasn't had. I, I'm almost positive he's. He's most likely acted out like that before. Yeah. So I do think that if, if you know, in those type of special needs schools, I thought that they're supposed to, like, know, like, the, trig the triggers and whatnot for the kids and whatnot. So I think if that would have been one of his triggers, it probably would have been a poor choice to take the switch. 
but um then again i guess it's never knowing like you know what would trigger somebody with special here's what worries me more though where the fuck especially in this day and age when bad shit happens in schools where the fuck was security that was yeah, a security well, guard nearby. That was I think. security guard. He just got there mad. It took him That's a long ass time. It was late. He, like by the time the security can really even get into like touching distance, she's already had a concussion. Yeah, three of them. If I'm her, I'm suing the fucking school. <laughs> short, I'm suing the fucking school. She's there to teach, not fight all six foot six and things. Stop, stop that. They're probably gonna be like, you shouldn't have took away his switch. They'll probably find some way to get around. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not supposed to take away peripherals. Well, where, where's Blandro when we need it? I mean, like, we need, we, like, he was smashing GameCube controllers into his face. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, these Nintendo dudes, they got that strength. Indeed. Well, uh, <clears throat> I think that's all I got for today. Yep, that's that's about everything. Kind of a light week, but um, yeah, we do we did our thing. Shout out to y'all. Um, yeah, we can get to these outros. We got uh the uh, next episode of The Last of Us about to come out in fifteen minutes. <clears throat> not particularly excited about this uh this episode. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, yeah, yeah, this whole see, you know, you know, uh, because this how y'all been talking about the show overall though. It's just right. My my issue with it is just not. It just feels rushed. Um, very rushed. Know. I see yeah, these later episodes. Very very rushed. Yeah, that's that's my issue. They like spending too much time on shit that don't matter. Yeah. So twelve episodes would have been would have been you know probably perfect instead of nine. But I get. It. I I think that's probably due to when you're when you make the first season of a show, they're not going to give you like the most unlimited budget right you got to prove yourself and then probably a season two your budget increases so I, this, I, bu- this budget was at the same of, of a game of thrones game of thrones yeah so like nah, <laughs> you know like nah nah they they, they, they and most of that business. most went to the set because they custom built all like them towns they in those are not real towns they custom built all of that so that's yeah. where most of the money went to yep so yeah episodes should have been like 90 minutes a piece agreed were you all right. crying your tears out over episode three like a lot of people? Or? Oh, brother. Episode, f- what was it, five? That was definitely the best episode. Shower, BG. <laughs> oh, man. Tell- I can't believe he told another man that. That is, what a, what a, what a line. What a bar. What a bar. All right. Uh, post-apocalyptic ridge right there. That's all it was. Facts. All right, let's do these, uh, do these outros. Get out of here. Appreciate all y'all coming through. Umbra, go ahead. No doubt. Thank you for having me, brother. It's been a minute. Um, I know you invited me one point before, but I was like busy and everything. I couldn't get back through here. So I always appreciate, you know, your, your openness of having me come through on your platform. And uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, even those who gave me a bit of a hard time. But you all were kind of nice tonight. I'm surprised. And uh, just shout out to everybody here, Bond. It's been a minute, brother. And I, who was it? Blandrew that was here last time, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he had a chat. Cool. What's up, Landrew? And uh, I know what he doing. Smooth, of course. So you know you've been with us a few times on the podcast and on here, of course, with me too. But hasn't haven't talked with you in a minute either. So all yeah, those... man, gotta get you to play an Xbox, man. Please, <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, um, 
yeah, just want to thank you for having me on. If you you all can look me up on as Infinite Umbra or Umbra Infinite on Twitter, you can find me there. And if you all would care to come through uh, for the Xbox podcast at all, <laughs> Xbox Factor on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and Fridays, Xbox Infinite podcast at 7 o'clock Eastern. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm still going to do the Super Chats. Uh, go ahead, Persona. Hey, man, listen, uh, shout out to the panel. Shout out to you, BG. Appreciate the invite. Shout out to the chat. Make sure you hit the like button on the way out. Make sure to stream out. And uh, yeah, it was good chopping up with y'all, man. I hope you have a great weekend, great week. All right. Smooth. Yeah, what's up, man? It's a good episode. Happy to uh, be here. You know, check out the channel. I got a video, I think, dropping tomorrow. And uh, playing Xbox every Saturdays, man. All right. All right, Jazzy. Where the hell are you? <laughs> Sound like you're in your bathroom. <laughs> no, not in my bathroom at all. No. Um, Pokemon Presence is tomorrow. Shout out to Blend Juice ISO Nintendo Podcast. And also shout out to the Gamer 2323 video. Oh, get out of the bathtub. Hey, I'm not in the bathtub. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, uh, that's it. And Bond. Smooth. I need an answer. Are you playing part two or not? Eventually. I need it done by I need it done by the next two weeks. Oh, do you see all the games the that are coming week? out or like that? Nah, that I can't hard, hard. That. BG, let me ask you a question, BG. How do you buy games if you complain you got no money? <laughs> I'm not buying them. Game Pass, baby, right? Game Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass and got some of them are my Xbox. <laughs> Catch your ass on. Yeah. Go ahead, smooth. All right, let me let me read these super chats. All right, Woden's Throne. Funny how Digital Foundry uh, showed Atomic Heart running vastly better on PS5, even though Microsoft's tools, Microsoft tool, every opportunity to promote it and put it on Game Pass. Okay. All right. I mean, I I don't know what's going on with that. Like, yeah, there's been a whole bunch of games um, that are running, I guess, better on. Uh, PS5, but I, I don't know what that's due to. I don't I don't really care, honestly, either. But it, it is it is strange. Uh, a Cracked Lens 97. BG using his fleshlight for a mic. That's when my mic sounded crazy earlier. I don't have a fleshlight, sir. Don't, don't need one. You sure about that? Why are you curious, Jazzy? Do you have one? No. I have a question. You hesitated. Hey, listen, man. hey man. Listen, I don't kink shame. If you, you listen, if happening? if y'all got it, listen. Wait, if you got, I don't know what a flashlight is. Oh well, <laughs> if you got a flashlight in the chat, just drop, drop some ones in the chat. If you if you if you down with the flashlight life, we don't judge. No kink shaming. Okay, no judgment zone. It's a safe space for for us, man. Safe space for men. Uh, blackout Y two K. Ao. AOBG, do you wear contact lens while gaming in VR? Have you tried it with glasses on yet? I did try it with glasses. It's it's doable because they did design it so you can wear glasses with it, but I still don't prefer it. Um, I don't, but no, I don't wear I don't wear contacts, uh, so I can't tell you about that. But glasses, it, it's it's doable, but I you know like I said, I prefer to not have them on at all. It's too much too much stuff on your face. Pause. Pause. 
but it's too much stuff on but but that's that's too much stuff on your face you know while you gaming nobody that's too much uh okay uh the Brandalorian handhelds, by definition, can only be worse versions of the console games. They're only referred to uh, comparatively. VR has more potential moving forward. Okay. Uh, West Side Maverick, Suicide Squad, looks like the type of game Xbox X- Xbox would hype up. Oh man. Yeah, they're right. After they, because they were hyping like Dick Riders and all those other games. Richard, uh, shout out to everybody for all these super chats. Of course, we appreciate it. Um, he said, "Hey, Jack off. I mean, I mean, move. I can't wait for our special date to TGI Fridays. I know you. I know how you people love that that place. Hopefully, after dinner, I can join you in your special shower picks. What? I could. I can join you in your special shower picks you post on Twitter." P.S. Happy Black History Month. I think I think he's talking to Jack. Um, yeah, because Jack is the only one who takes pictures in the shower and posts them on post them on Twitter. He's talking I to didn't Jack. Know that Jack did that, but yes, Jack. Why? Jack is light skinned unfortunately, and sometimes <laughs> that that part of him that part of him overtakes his logical decision making, and he just he acts on it. Mm, that's, that explains it. But why, yeah. what do you mean by those you people though? Uh, I don't know about yeah. that part. Yeah, and I'm, during I'm Black History Month, sir. Yeah, I don't know about the you people part. Um, Rob the Don says uh, they didn't work on this game for eight years. They had a canceled Superman game. Okay, true, true. Uh, he also said Baldur's Gate 2 Dark Alliance was a goat on PS2. Maybe it was, but most people didn't play it. I just realized that you can't give a nickname for that game because it already has the worst name imaginable. Bald. Gate. Moneybag97, S not, S not issue. It's Sony marketing contracts. That's another conspiracy theory that like Sony is like somehow sabotaging uh, Xbox versions through, uh, through their contracts. I don't know if I buy it, though. Rob the Don. There's been speculation about that. Like I've heard yeah. some people in the community speaking on it. But then yeah. how do you explain Atomic Heart, though? Yeah. Yeah, True. Uh, okay, uh, Rob the Don, Tekken Eight has already been already been confirmed to come next year. Okay, um, he also said Vampire is the hype. He's talking about v- that vampire game. Um, Ew. For- forget it, Brian. Hey, Bond, do you think Sony got rid of Evo's top eight? What do you mean, Evo's? I don't know what he means by that. What does he mean by that? Uh... Yeah, I'm trying to figure out because I watch Evo every, every year. Um, do you mean Evo's top eight like selected games? Is that what he means? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Project Martyr. Bond is right. Here's $20. I hope you all had a great Black History Month. Thank you, sir. Appreciate See? that. Yeah. Say it with me, BG. Bond is right. I'm definitely not saying it like that. Not in that voice. We don't just say it regularly then. Uh, I don't know if I. I just gave you twenty dollars, though. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to admit to Bond being right. He's going to use that you, against me you forever. You know what? Give me my twenty dollars back. Uh, you I'll can bet. You can Venmo me that on my payment. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Moneybag ninety seven. Persona. Stop the cap. Sony act like COD baddest 
Sony acts like COD is the baddest bitch on the block. Sony has been crying. Oh, man. And, and Persona left after all this. You, this man giving Persona smoke, he left. Uh, Moneybag also said, Persona, you sound scared. Then he said, Persona dude, Persona dude in belly eating a banana. Sir, it's Black History Month. You cannot make references Ew. like that. Damn. It's Black History Month, sir. You cannot say Ew, a black man is eating a banana. This is what I'm told you, BG. Holy. Love the comments, bro. You still, you still in your bathtub, Jazzy. You stay quiet till you get out that bathtub with that bike. No, Take a I'm at the beach. Oh man! And lastly, Rob Dedon also said uh, it makes perfect sense. Sony can't afford Amazon, Tencent, uh, etc. to buy Square. Okay. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't think it makes much sense for them when they're. Fully benefiting off off Square already. The only thing they they would get more more of is money. You know, the you know the money that Square makes by acquiring them. But still, I don't think it makes much sense. Uh, and yeah, that's it. We are going to get out of here. Shout out to the viewers. Hit the like button. We appreciate y'all. And uh, we're gonna catch y'all next week. Shout out to the panel, Jack. Uh, I, I think about unfiring Jack and Alex. Uh, me. I, I think I think I'll ha- I'll have them back next week. You know, if they if they apologize for uh, you know using the Weapon Wheel Company card for going on dates with each other, uh, maybe I'll think about Christ. Maybe I'll think about bringing them back. You know, I would cancel we'll Jack's flights right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we out. Catch y'all next week. Peace. Plenty of tried and plenty of fell. You could run and hide, but you can't dodge what's in my weapon well. Name another pot that's big or small, I'm contesting it still. Name another spot or any section, I'm king of the hell. Name another squad that wanna test it, I'm beating them still. No, you can't dodge what's in my weapon well. Name another pot that's big or small, I'm contesting it still. Name another spot or any section, I'm king of the hell. Right. I know my bro can't got me. See, that's a black bond that can't be broken. Nah. No Idris Alba, I'm a black bond. Damon, a scoping. All black panel. You can never try playing us token. Yeah, we playing games, but now one of us playing a joking. Not at real. all. <laughs> oh, wait. Then Jack Move came in with the trophies. God in the lane of his own. Like, how can you gamers approach me? How? So kids move to body. You want Halo. Then sing your family an angel emoji. Damn. Oh, Shoulda known, dog. You ain't got enough series X's. Blind got all the answers. No, you ain't gotta ask Siri questions. All the latest gaming news gotta be here to check it. Since 2015 and beyond, I'm just here to respect it. When you at the top of your tier, it's a blessing. From the bottom, so no way we appear to be desperate. This for anybody doubting, I'm clearing a message. And if you ever had a problem, I'm here to correct plenty of fell. You could run and hide, but you can't dodge what's in my weapon well. Name another pot that's big or small, I'm contesting it still. Name another spot or any section, I'm king of the hell. Name another squad that wanna test it, I'm beating them still. No, you can't dodge what's in my weapon well. Name another pot that's big or small, I'm contesting it still. Name another spot or any section, I'm king of the hill. Right. I know what it is, man. Weapon Well Podcast, y'all know we got in the building, man. We got BG. We got Cash Move, we got Jack Move, we got Black Bond, I mean. Blandrew, I mean, what you... 
you can't all strafe us, bro. Like, the strafe too strong.